There's a buzz, people are saying? Yeah, yeah, I can hear the buzz, and I can't figure out why. Dude, this machine was literally... So I had a power outage, right? And so this machine was literally off when I came downstairs, so it's not like it's been on forever. That's, that's wild. It just it took us like the transition from the previous screen to this screen was probably twenty seconds. Well, once you started hearing the buzz, that's how long it took for me to click on that button and have it actually change scenes. Dang, it's crazy. I don't know what the hell. Well, going hopefully on. it's okay. okay. Anyway, this is the Tuesday show. My name is Walter <laughs> David, and I am James Chan. How's everybody going? I made it here despite the best efforts of the Nazis. The 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 airplane, right? So. That is correct. I was almost detained. Uh, so there was a uh, an aircraft, World War II era German aircraft with the Iron Cross on it and everything, that crash landed onto the freeway in Los Angeles. Yeah. Today. And it like got destroyed and everything. It like, got blown I, up. Yeah. Uh-huh, I mean, uh-huh. people were okay. Nobody died. But that literally happened. The Wait. Nazi so the pilot crashed. was okay. From what I've read, he's okay. Dang, that's crazy. That's from what I've read. And uh, shout out to Yuns and Roses for the bit donation. That's a woo to you. Woo! Uh, anyway, I thought that was pretty bizarre. Um, literally, Nazi. I what mean, a, what was, a time to be I alive. Mean, was he a Nazi or was he just flying a vintage I mean, probably airplane? Probably just flying that airplane. Yeah, I, I don't vintage know the story, airplane. but yeah, 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 I figured uh-huh. probably just some World War II enthusiast. Anyway, it was time super pilot. weird. It was time pilot. Yeah, I, I, that's not even the freeway that I have to take to get here. It's a different freeway, right. but of course, once you everything's so impacted. Once you mess up one freeway, then it yeah. messes everything. Because I mean, the one thing that's interesting about the way the LA freeway works, the freeway system literally forms this rectangle, almost like a trapezoid. Yeah. But like, if you're here and you want to get to here, which is exactly what David wants to do, except mirror image for you guys. Like, you can't just go, th- you got to take surface streets down to here. You got to go around this way or go around that way. Yeah. So once this freeway gets jacked by an airplane crash, that kills everything. So. Pretty much. <sighs> I made Boy. it. And, uh, you know, anyway, I'm alive. <laughs> um, let's talk about video games. That's right. So, uh, Soul Calibur Six just dropped for some people, for the plebs. It came out on Friday. <laughs> for the cool dudes, it came out earlier than that. So we'll talk a little bit <laughs> for about... For the really uh, p- bad people, it came out today, <laughs> technically. Did it really? Well, this is the first time I even had a chance to oh, touch it, is okay. what I'm just right, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So we'll talk about Soul Calibur Six. We will also have Flo on the line to discuss things with us. He, of course, is a longtime Soul Calibur head. Yeah, uh, we, we talked will, to him uh, during the beta, after the beta, and, you know, he basically cried about Reversal Edge yeah, all day. Yeah. So I'm just curious. And he also said, like, Taki, just, I don't know, I don't know. But then, like, I recently saw a tweet. It was like, actually, Taki's kind of like what I want to do. And okay. So I want to see what he has to say I'm now. interested in the evolution. Yeah, we'll definitely talk yeah. with him. And then we're also going to discuss what happened this past weekend. ECT occurred, Master Cup. You went to the oh, Tetris right. World Championship. Oh, do you want to just talk about that during the, that whole section? Do you want to save it for the end? Because it's not fighting. The Tetris game, thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, well, it's, it's up to you. Okay. Up okay, to you. we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about Canada Cup this coming weekend because there's going to be the Super Turbo Tournament of Legends. So we'll have some guests on to discuss that as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. cetera. Yes. But let's begin... With Soul Calibur number six, as the game says, Soul Calibur six. six. <laughs> I, I tweeted about that because that's it's a, weird, dude. Because when I, I always expect like Resident Evil seven, you know, like yeah. they get all excited. Yeah. And so when this one came out, I was like Soul Calibur, and I was expecting like yeah. six. He was like yeah. Soul Calibur six. Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. But uh, so. Uh, 
before we get to flow, I guess, well, you know, bring him on the line, I guess, while I'm talking about it, oh, he can oh, okay. you know, make that make sure, that happen. Sure, sure. Um, I am loving it. I love it so far. I'm having an absolute blast. Well, uh, here, let me tell Flo. Feel free to jump on, Flo. He's in the yeah, chat. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's, he's there. The there he is. Okay, can you hear him? I can hear him. Okay, cool. Can the people at home hear him now? We tested this before show started, and the people in the stream said they were hearing him, so. All right. Okay, cool, cool. Sick. All right, first off, Ari. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hey. What's the coolest custom character you've made so far? Uh, I'm not a nerd, so I've only made one, okay? And it was just tacky. Um, I've seen a lot. I've seen a whole bunch of penises. A lot of penises. <laughs> now, is that something that someone found an item that kind of looks like a penis and they just made it look like? like just so, lot? they yeah. have shapes, right? Uh -huh. And you can, like, create your own stuff. Uh -huh. And I guess people are good at turning shapes into penis. Pretty much, yeah. There's a, there's a cylinder that you can do stuff with, so they just elongate the cylinder, you know? <laughs> it seems like it's too easy at that point in time. But, so. they, but whoever made the lizard dick did, like, an awesome job. Because it's not just the cylinder. It's, like, the full anatomical precision is there. It's very impressive, I feel. You're very impressed by the, the level of penis precision. Huh? Don't, don't you agree? I think it's excellent. The penal well, you know, detail. The each is on, David. Yeah. If, yeah. if that's what you look for in your fighting games, is penis precision, that's all. I mean, it doesn't have the giant vein, but, you know, other than that, it's it's good. You know, maybe Sokaver 7. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's okay. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so uh, far, I've made Dad Astaroth, just Astaroth, wow. in complete uniform, with complete armor everywhere, uh -huh. except his butt. Sounds like a very David character. Oh. Look, it's his name is Astaroth, all right? It's just, it's low-hanging fruit. I got it first time. Yeah, right? Cool. All right, awesome. Uh, we Jewish guys, you know? We, we speak to each other. Yeah, we, we get it. We get it. Uh, all right, man. So let's talk about the actual game itself. When we last discussed things... Well, before we get to there, so can you make characters with other genders, basically? Can you gender swap characters? Yes. Oh, you can. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So, like, I made a female Astroth just for okay. fun. I don't know. Because, uh, I mean, even, well, I guess we'll talk about the costumes a little, the customizations a little later, because Eris just had a video that he tweeted out, and I kind of wanted to talk about that. But let's, sure. let's talk about the core gameplay first. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Ari, the last time we had you on, you were talking about Soul Calibur 6. And you were concerned about uh, the reversal, reversal edge. edge. You, you felt um, like Taki wasn't your character, wasn't played right, yeah. or something. You so, know? Uh, what's your initial impression of the game like so far? So it's different now. Uh, I still don't like reversal edge. I'm not a fan of reversal okay. edge. Um, I still think it's a scrubby mechanic and introduces stuff that it doesn't need to introduce. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't think people are using it correctly yet, um, because what it is, is it negates mix-ups. So there's a lot of situations in Soul Calibur where, you know, you're thrown into a, are you going to go low or are you going to go mid? And people just try and block there. There's no reason to block there. Just throw out reverse ledge, and it negates all the mix-ups. So wait, I so, don't think people are doing that yet. So reversal edge absorbs everything? There's no, like, high or low? It absorbs one so, hit? I'm 
if you have uh, those blue moves, the blue big blue break moves, attacks, uh, those break it. Yeah, those break it. Um, and you can sidestep it, but that I don't think that's a that's a valid. It's, a, like, it's yeah, actually you're gonna sidestep it. Like it's actually kind of tough for Astaroth to sidestep those. I, I feel like it's you got to really be on point. Um, yeah, especially you have for some to characters. Be it's something you have to expect, and. Yeah. It it causes like a, a break in the in the flow of gameplay, no pun intended, uh, where it's just I'm still not a fan of it, but it's not as huge as I thought it would be. But it's it's still super annoying. Wait wait, are we talking about lizard penises right now? Or are we talking about reversal edge? Uh, possibly both. They're okay, they're okay. about the same level. Because you, know? you said something about it not being as huge as you thought it was, but it's still annoying, uh, right? So. Get it, Jay. Dang. Uh, so so far, um, I, I see what you're talking about with reversal edge, where you can be can like interrupt things in a weird way, and you have to sidestep it and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate that at least it's not the same for every character. Like there, different characters have different properties. The, the reversal edge itself can have shorter or longer range. Um, mm-hmm. Then once you get into the actual thing. Different characters' follow-ups produce like some very different results. Okay. okay. Some characters like Astroth has ring outs on both the horizontal and the vertical option. Oh really? Astroth is yeah. stupid. Astroth is so, super good. But but some other characters so, have you know, they get more more combo damage on one, they get less on the other. So if you know that, and I don't know all that stuff yet, but I know that there that variation exists. Once you know all that stuff, then it becomes not just like a 33, 33, 33. It's like I don't want to give you the big damage option, so I'm willing to take like the less damage more right. often, right? So right, that's actually how throw techs work in this game. Also, is it's educated guesses. It's not like Tekken where you can see the hands, mm-hmm. but you know if you know if, if you know a throw will ring you out backwards, you have to educatedly guess that they're going to want to do that throw, so right. you break that. Um, but the the problem with uh with the reverse ledge stuff is Astroth specifically. Um, his is especially good because. So, uh, you know the stage, just the, the square stage, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I got into a situation uh, the other day where I got reverse ledged kind of in the corner, where kind of my back is to an edge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, literally, I had a 50 50 for my life. Right. And I was like, this is the stupidest thing that's ever happened. Because his B reverse rings out and yeah. his A forward rings out. Yeah. So, it's just like, what just happened? So, what did you do? Died. I died. You did. Yeah, I died. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I broke B twice and I died. Oh, you got crushed. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What, what's what's interesting too is that if you tie on the first one, mm-hmm. then it goes to the second round, and if you tie again, that's like a crush. Uh huh. Um, but in in either case, it can be a lethal hit. So for Astroth, his his lethal hit version of the B one, which uh-huh. is the one that Rings puts you, you backwards, backwards yeah. is like in some stages literally the full stage length. It's, pretty- it's the whole, it's st- crazy far, right? Yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. far. Uh-huh. So it's getting nerfed, basically. Probably. I'm not sure because yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. I feel like that's just the character because he has he has good ranged attacks. He doesn't have good defense up close, oh, okay, so he okay. may want to go into reversal edge more often. Right. Or if you are trying to defend against him, using reversal edge against him is not great because then you put yourself into the situation where he can mm-hmm, kill you. Mm-hmm. Well, here, here's my question here. So if you, obviously I haven't had a chance to play this, barely, basically. I touched it for like 20 minutes just now, right? So if you 
If the enemy reversal edges, you can just block it, though, right? You can just block the reversal edge, can't you? Uh, I mean, you can get broken. Doesn't also, that? Though. Yeah. If if you block, doesn't that send you to the second round of the reversal edge? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? So even if you block it, you get put and into. And if you block twice, you guard crush yourself. You right. Right. Me. Yeah. You get guard crushed. Yeah. But I just mean even the initial reversal edge hit. Can you block you can, that? You can. Unless it's fully charged. If it's fully charged, it's unblockable. Uh, Think of it like a focus, focus attack. In okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I, I, I see that there are maybe some issues with it, but I think that I, I did, I don't dislike it as much as I maybe thought that I might. Um, maybe that's yeah, the character I, that I'm using in particular, but that's my take so far. So, well, Astroth, I think, is one of the reverse ledge characters. I think certain characters will use it a lot more than others. Yeah. And I think Astroth is, especially since you have nothing up close, really, yeah. okay. that you're, oh my god, I'm doing this. And especially since the risk reward is so in your favor. Interesting. Right. Now, reversal edges, the reason why you can sidestep them because reversal edges are almost always horizontal attacks. They're right? always vertical. They're, oh, I'm sorry, vertical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're, okay, all, okay, they're all okay. vertical. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, okay, other than reversal edge, what do you think about... You, you were talking about Taki last time. You didn't seem too enthused. Has that changed or is that the same? Yeah, I, I just want to say... I, I, I thought I saw a tweet from you saying something like, wait a minute, she might actually be like exactly how I want to play her or something like that. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, it's more so I kind of figured out what they intended for me oh, to do with her. Okay. So. so I've been playing a lot of Taki. I've been playing a lot of everyone, but yeah. a lot, lot of Taki. And um, I, like, so, okay, even day one, even day one, I was like, eh, I don't know, she's not that. But I was like, okay, maybe there's something here. And then, you know, okay, maybe there's a little bit more, maybe there's a little bit more. And uh, now, um, I found some stuff like literally yesterday that uh, makes me think she might be one of the best characters in the game. Whoa. Um, yeah. Like, I think she actually has the best ring out game in the game. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. It's very different. She's normally a whatever ring out character. She's not okay. a ring out character. Okay. But now, um, like I have, I have like some Hildy type stuff where like I don't know if you know, but like in SoCal before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hildy would, yeah, Hildy would bring you out from like half screen, yeah. right? She can kind of do that. Like basically, my game plan with Taki is, um, it's a lot of big guard break moves because I want your life bar flashing the whole game because I don't go low and I don't throw. That's right. just like the way that I play mm -hmm. and. The way that I get my damage is I make you panic. And what's the best way to make someone panic is make their guard bar flashing. So I actually mm -hmm. don't even go for the guard break. I just go for the red flashing. And you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And you just take hits all day. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And, and she does that. She does that very, very well. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So, so, so now, are you enjoying it though? Like, I, when you're playing it, do you just feel like, like, Learning this with Taki now, are you ha are you having a lot more fun with the game? Well, I was having fun before. Like I, I'm not I'm not really a person that's like, oh my god, I'm losing. I'm not having fun. As long as I'm improving, I feel like I'm having fun. Right, right, right. I get I get bored and I don't have fun when like it's too easy almost. Mm -hmm. Like I like losing because that means that there's room for improvement, you know. So um, I'm having a ton of fun with the game. I'm having fun learning characters. I'm having fun. 
with my main characters. I'm having fun with sub characters. I'm having Good. fun with everything. Okay. Well, okay. I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm really really enjoying the game so far. Um, I, I went into Flo's uh, stream yesterday, and he like showed me some Astaroth stuff. Oh, to do. cool. Okay. S- since that happened, I feel like I've I've been doing better. Um, I'm doing I'm going for lows less, and it's really just more about like mids or grabs, and I'm trying to zone out a little bit differently. Mm, so I feel like I'm okay. I'm having more success. So sounds, thank sounds you. Sounds like a a very Tekken thing. You know, like trying not to go for lows too much, you know, and just... Uh, just... It's not so much that, because Tekken, if you go for lows, you're going to die for them. And that's why you don't go for lows in Tekken. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, in Soul you're not going to die for the lows. There's just... You don't need to. Like, there are characters that have good lows, and they'll poke with those lows once in a while. Like, like a, lot, a lot are safe. Like There's a lot of safe Yeah, most, okay. most of them are safe um, until people start jumping. That's that's what makes safe flows unsafe. Okay. That's the okay, biggest. Okay. Thing. Yeah. Well, I so I am really enjoying it so far. Uh, the the game has like a really nice mix to me of really approachable and kind of like obvious at least what your sort of general game plan is, but then also obviously a lot of depth in right. in terms of. Uh, you know, spacing and mix-ups and all that sort of thing. All the characters are are very different from each other. Um, it seems like they are like wildly different options mm-hmm. depending on the mm-hmm. character, and I really enjoy that too. Um, so I'm I'm having a blast, dude. I, I really like the game so far. No, yeah, it's yeah. Go ahead. No, I was about to say, are people in the chat being honest? Is this your birthday today? No, that's a meme. Oh, okay, oh. okay. Just making sure. That's why I didn't want to be like happy birthday because I figured it would be. That kind of well, you got got. Okay, yeah, dude. So I, I, I've really been, um, I've been playing it a lot, and I feel like I've been improving, but I'm still, I'm still in that kind of low level area where I don't know what's even good or not. Mm-hmm, really, mm-hmm. like I get rushed down a lot. Like a lot of characters are rushed down, and, or at least that's how the people play them. And I just don't know enough about like what's going to come next right. or what could yeah, come yeah, next. Yeah. To know how to defend against that, and to know, and to also just be able to tell, like, is the way that this person's using this character a strong way to use them, or not? <laughs> right. And, that's, and that's characters have so many different nice. tools that I notice that everybody is playing them in a different way. Like, yeah. I, like my Astroth is nothing like many other Astroths I've seen online because we just we all have like the different five idea. to ten buttons yeah. that we think are like the ones, uh-huh. and it's like, all right, who's right? Yeah, I mean I that, that's the thing right now is like I'm just I just trying to pick you know I just like went into training modes. The first thing I did was go into yeah. training mode and I started messing around. But like, is there a general rule to like A attacks? Obviously, they're vertical. I mean, they're horizontal buttons. B attacks are vertical. Are A B like? Is there some special property to A B attacks? Is there special properties to K attacks? Or are A Bs and Ks just all like all over the place depending on the character, et cetera, et cetera? So, so the most basic. Like, Soul Calibur at its most basic is if you think they're going to sidestep, press A. If you think they're going to duck, press B. That is, like, mm. at the very most basic thing of Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, it gets more advanced. Right, from right. But uh, I think the problem with the way that people are approaching this game is, you know, it's like a Tekken where if you go to the move list, there's going to be 100 moves. Right. People are overwhelmed. So when people ask me how to learn a character or play a character, I'll give them five moves. I'll give them five, six moves. This is what you focus on. This is what you do. Right. And you go, you, you, you understand why you're using those moves. 
you go online, you use those moves, you're like, oh, this works for this, this works for that. You don't overwhelm yourself by going through the entire move right. list and learning 100 moves right then. Yeah. Eventually, once you get comfy with those five moves and realize that that's the core of your game, you go back to the move list and mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. through every single move and be like, okay, I can add this in for this. This yeah. was missing for this. This was missing for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so, you can do that. It's basically how you know I've been trying to teach people to play fighting games in general is I, I call it pet moves. Just like find the five pet moves or six pet moves that look good to you mm-hmm. and play them and keep using them and eventually you'll find out why they are good or not good right. and then you'll find another move that will kind of uh, take over that spot. You know, like, yeah. I thought this move had great range but it actually doesn't, so let me find another but move, right? So Exactly. It's like you go into Street Fighter and you learn one brand butter and that's what you do for a while. You don't right. go in and you learn monot combos, you know, that's not right, right for sure. And that was always the frustrating part because so many people were always like, well, I, I want to do one frame links in Street Fighter 4. And it's like, you don't have to. Just like learn something quick, you know. Kind I've, I've already gone through this evolution a couple of times just with Astroth in the past week. You know, I've, I, there have more moves that I thought looked good. And then on using them a lot, I realized, oh, that whiffs a lot right there. Or mm-hmm, I didn't mm-hmm. realize that this was duckable. Or right, that people yeah, are starting yeah. to jump over my lows now. Like, now I'm, uh, I'm having to yeah, okay. switch things up. So it's... I, yeah, it's already happening. Do you mind if I ask this? I know, sorry, I'm totally turning this into Soul Calibur, the tutorial here, just because no, I'm good, curious man. myself. But, like, how, obviously in Tekken, crouching is big. Eventually you start, you know, low-crushing highs and stuff like that and, 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 and just reacting to certain things like that. And there's not really jumping in Tekken. How important are crouching and jumping in Soul Calibur Six? Um, crouching highs is very important. There's a lot of strings that are, like, say mid-high or low-high, mm-hmm. and they're safe. They're almost always safe. So what you do is you block the first hit, and you crouch the second hit, and you punish. Mm-hmm. That's a huge, 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 huge thing of Soul Calibur. And that's actually one of the first things I'll look for if I'm playing someone. I'll mm-hmm. see, I'll do I'll do one of those type of strings and say, okay, do you know how to play Soul Calibur? Because that is Soul Calibur fundamentals. <laughs> and uh, that'll teach me what type of player I'm playing. That makes sense. Play. Like I, I figured that out versus Nightmare. He he rush, rushes in and does this thing. The six AA. Yeah. Six AA is probably what it is. He yeah. Got the second hit. Yeah, I figured out once I figured out I could do that. I became like at least fifty percent better versus Nightmare. It's <laughs> like a lot. It's huge because people will take that all day, and it's like okay, well it's safe from push down. Right. But right. you just duck it every time and you screw. Yeah, um, but yeah, I've I've noticed people jumping over my lows. I've seen I've been watching a lot of streams and videos and and at high level play. It seems like people use jump. I mean, not like a lot, but it's like an important tool. Um, it's I'd say it's more player specific. Certain people were very jumpy. Um, in Soul Calibur two, I would say the most jumpy people were actually me and Eris. Like okay. other players <laughs> did not jump. They did not understand the power of jump. Okay. But like, I think that's because they didn't understand the risk to reward. Because it's a game where there's air control, right? So my risk to reward is if you go low, I jump it, I get punished. If you go mid or high. I take one hit, I air control away, I take no damage. If you throw, I jump it, I get a punch. Right. Like, uh-huh. Risk to reward is super, super, super. Interesting. Handy. Okay. I can see that. Now, but if you jump, there are going to be certain moves that obviously when they hit you out of the air, they can launch you and you can get a big combo. No. Or is it, no. Or is no. it like Tekken where like hop kicks don't launch you when you get hit out of the air kind of thing? It's kind of like that, but there's also air control. So right. if they're just doing stuff, if you're in a situation where there's a mix-up and you jump, you're going to take one hit, you wear control away, and who cares? Okay, okay. 
it, it has, like I was saying before, I feel like it's it's very approachable, but there are options in Soul Calibur that I have like rarely had to deal with in games. Mm-hmm. I haven't played Tekken a lot, so maybe that's part of why. But um, I, I just I feel like my movement in this game is so super important in a way that it's not in most fighting games. Uh, obviously, some, but like having having to have backstep on uh, like being willing to back something back up that is to say get rid of guard right, right not yeah, guard yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh. and back out of range or know when it's time to sidestep uh, and not that also means not blocking up close right you have to I feel like move in ways that I'm at least not accustomed to moving in fighting games right and I, I like it yeah. a lot so whereas Tekken is more forward back movement you know there's crane back dash all that stuff mm-hmm. and then there will be the side step you'll obviously have right. players and stuff important things but it's more so forward back and a little bit of side step right. whereas Soul Calibur is side step side step side step yeah. and a little bit of forward Dude. back yeah yeah right that's how it seems Dude, when I was yeah. in training mode messing around I kept trying to Korean back dash I'm not gonna lie <laughs> Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, it's it's that just it was muscle memory, that. you know. It was muscle yeah. memory, and so I was just like Korean back, and then my character's like moving sideways a little. I'm like, hmm, okay. Yeah, you, you know. have to be super careful backdashing because you'll get counter hit for it. Yeah, oh, yeah, you get busted for dang. it. Dang. Okay. So when okay. when I've been playing against uh, experienced players, that's one of the things that jumps out to me the most about mm-hmm. them is that they are so it, accustomed to the ranges, but also just accustomed to like taking the risks of movement because movement by itself is risky. You get counter hit or you get hit. I mean, you're opening yourself up regardless of which way you move. And you have to be so familiar with the options in order to move around like that, um, that it's it's like interesting right. to watch somebody do it well. I like it. It's really super okay. fun. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm simultaneously excited and terrified to jump into this game and stuff. But, I mean, so far, how do you feel about, like, the balance with the game? Do you feel like... Because I've been reading some stuff, like, that some people are saying some characters are busted because they've got, like, 80% combos and stuff like that. Or, you know, very Street Fighter 5e kind of, if you're at the wall and I knock you down, 150-50 and you're dead kind of situation. Um, no. I I don't think uh, there's anything like that. Like, I definitely... I have a quick early character I think is the best character in the game, but we'll see what happens. Who? Um I, I think Yoshi is the best character in the game. Oh okay. I think he is ridiculous. I think he has everything. I think he is the perfect character. Okay. Um interesting. As far as balance, I think so far I think everyone's good. I haven't seen anyone that's like, oh this character's kinda whack. Hmm. Um, oh interesting. Okay. But so as far as like Taki goes, um some of the stuff that I was talking about before with the ring out stuff yeah. is like, you know how people would always joke about like giving like Tiok a gun and like all this stuff. Like, oh, my Cammy needs a one hit three frame button that does 100% damage. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. Stuff, uh-huh. right? So Taki kind of has that. <laughs> like, like, not even joking, because she can ring out from wherever. That's literally 100%. What, what's the move that rings from... out? It's It's... Okay, so remember how I was talking about how I want you to be red all the time? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, if I get that guard break half screen away from anywhere, I can ring you out and you die. What, what do it's, you do? It's really kind of messed up. Um, so it's it's a guard break and then it's 6-6-B, which is lethal, uh, lethal hit. Yeah, I, I know what that looks like, yeah. And then it's a little launch thing into a jump kick thingy. 
It just it takes you very very far, so, and it also goes over walls. And which you is can't also super good. you can't di out of it. No, it's a combo. You're dead. Dang. Oh no, you're talking about uh, uh, air control. Uh, air control. No, 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 you can't. That's the first thing I tested. I put that on. I put that on. There's no air control in that. Huh. Sick, dude. Yeah, it's just... really good. It's really good. I put up a video of, of it from yesterday. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll check okay. it out then. Okay. Just from, and again, from my very low-level point of view, it hasn't seemed like any character lacks options or seems bad. But again, that's that's very low-level. So I, I don't I don't know if that holds up at, at higher levels. Uh, I can definitely see Yoshi being super good. He does seem like he has a ton of tools. Um, you can never whiff when you're playing against him and he has super because it's he teleports right next to you <laughs> and always hits you. I think the, the biggest things are he's just a solid character like he has all the basics and then he also has his bs on top of it like his like his mix-up game uh after he knocks you down is super good because it's yeah. hard to reverse ledge getting up so that's another thing um he has a good his 3b is super good uh the the little slide thing the full crouch 3k is super good okay um, he takes your meter he, right. he has meter all the time he has ex moves without having to activate. He has huh. like crazy stuff. His wall damage is crazy. He has everything. I he was wondering about that. Out. He has a forward ring out, he has everything. I was wondering about that. So like some people have the soul charge move where they charge up and then they like get on fire or Everybody whatever like soul, that, right? Charge, yeah. So when you actually make a custom character, how do they do a custom on fire version of that? How do they do it? Yeah, how does the game do that? Be- well, I'm not sure about, about that, but it's looks looks good. Do they actually have it? Because like the characters yeah. actually look different. Like their hair goes all crazy when they go on to like. Oh, I guess that's not. I haven't seen that, but like, yeah, yeah they're kind of sure. like highlighted and they have like little lines mm-hmm. on them and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of customs, then, um, Eris just released a video that he said that customs need to be banned from ranked because they do actually change characters' hurt boxes and ranges and you're not really learning your character because when you play them, you can't learn in a tournament environment because the characters are different sizes and stuff like that. Now, I was surprised to find out that the characters had different sizes at all when you did that and stuff like that, but... I saw you respond to that. You sounded a little concerned about that as well, Flo. So, I mean, have, have you experienced that yourself? So, I actually didn't know about that um, until he tweeted that. I thought that you make a character, do whatever penises you want to do, and then you pick a weapon, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought once you pick the weapon, that's what determines everything else. Right. I didn't think that... Because I haven't really made characters. I didn't make a from base character. I made some ghetto Taki with like wings or something. I didn't do anything crazy. <laughs> so I didn't go too deep into it. I didn't know that it actually affects the character. Has that has that been is that for sure that it affects it? Is it any like Apparently it says it, it out? when you do it. Apparently oh. it says it affects the range. Huh. Size also affects damage? So really? smaller characters have less range but do more damage. Oh. That's what someone in chat says. I do remember That's it saying crazy. that when I made the character. That is that's true. Yeah, I don't that. like that. I don't think that should be in rank. Though. Yeah, that yeah. is to go away from rank. Like, I, I don't think that the penis has a hurt box. 
right? Like, probably not. I don't think so. I don't think you can hit someone with a penis. I don't think so. No, I, 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 mean, I, I don't you mean hitbox. Hit, you can I mean, hit. like, I don't think you can David, hit the after penis. the stream, we'll test it, okay? We'll both make penis characters and sure. we'll just go swing them around. You could, absolutely right. Be, but see, that's perfect for this game. This is all about sword fighting, right? <laughs> hey! Dang. It's a weapon fighter, right? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know about your experience so far, but I feel like most people who I've played against on Ranked are using custom characters, whether they're like totally brand new or uh-huh. just like an edit to some existing right, character. Yeah. And I've been doing the same thing. I've been, I've been going online with Dad Astaroth. I've been going online with NASA Staroth as well, my, new, I didn't my nerd character. Anything, so I didn't mind it until today. Right. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah. forgotten. I'd totally forgotten, but it does say when you're creating a character that it affects things. Yeah, that so. should definitely not be allowed on ranked. Yeah. That seems odd then. That should that should almost be for sure taken off of there. And and dude, do you see that one guy who made the Taki who looks just like Sofatia? I did. Yes, I've played some of those. I played I have too. like a character that looked like Zaz, Zazimo, yeah. but was like I don't know, like Astroth or something. It was something yeah. Like that yeah, I, I I definitely played uh, Ivy Astaroth, like she, oh, wow. it looks just like Ivy. I mean, obviously the movement is like really yeah, not yeah, her, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, but the uh-huh. character. If you like, when you when I was loading up versus the opponent, uh-huh. and like before the actual round started, uh-huh. I was like, "What? Like this? Who? What character is this?" <laughs> but but it it does say when you are first joining a match, and it's like you versus opponent, right uh-huh. before you actually uh-huh. go into the game. It says. Custom name of the character and style. Style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it will uh-huh. say what the character actually is, but you do have to be paying attention for right. That. But it's not I even there. And I definitely played a match yesterday against a, like a custom bro, and I didn't know who I was playing against until like the round was over. I was like, oh yeah, this is bro. Okay. Yeah. See, because I think it's just the subconscious, subtle things uh, that are gonna mess it's, you it's up. It's happened to me too. Yeah. There were just today, this morning, I was playing online. I wasn't paying attention. We went into the match. It was some girl character, and I had no idea who it was until it was girl also. And she went into that stance the girl has, and then does like the lows, the like flurry of lows. Yeah, and then I was like, oh yeah, that's and then exactly I was like, oh yeah, make. okay. <laughs> that's like very distinct looking. Right, right. But see, like I feel like that should even that is like makes it messed up for ranked yeah. matches. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I feel like that should be banned. So I mean, honestly, I think custom should be banned altogether, or. Just make it so that when you go into a ranked match, you have an option that says no customs. Uh, yeah, that, would work. that makes sense. But the problem with that is you would probably get matched up with nobody. Maybe so. Because you Possibly. might be some of the only serious people there. Well, then right? you'd only get matched up with serious people. That's not a bad thing. Actually, that's true. It'd be kind be of a, a filter. serious filter that way. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I definitely want to make some custom characters, but like that kind of sucks that I'm going to be playing against tiny girl Astaroth and yeah. it's like gonna be a completely different fight than what it is to fight actual Astaroth you know yeah no you're right and I, I agree with folks in the chat who are saying that if custom stand ranked then they should at least be normalized like so even if you make a character yeah, 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 that's yeah. small the game should just say you're not small right now in right. ranked uh-huh, you're normal uh-huh. size yeah like I had assumed that you pick a weapon if I pick Nightmare's weapon I am Nightmare I have his hitboxes, I have right. his hitboxes. Well, see, here's the thing, though, right? Because Tekken and Soul Calibur, those games are not based off of necessarily hitboxes and hurtboxes. They're based off of actual sprite, like like actual polygon clipping. That's yeah. That was how uh, Street Fighter Four was originally designed right. before Seth actually went in and forced them to make hitboxes in the game. 
Because he was like, you're not, this is not going to play like Street Fighter if you do this. I'm not right? sure this is public. Oh, Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> it's Street Fighter 4. It's way back then now. That's true, so. yeah. It's way back. It's just, who cares? It'll come out in Seth's book eventually. Yeah, anyway, I know. So. <laughs> you know, so, you know, like that That'll comes. That'll come out when League of Legends Fighter comes out, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even like Mortal Kombat kind of does that. I think it does actual polygon clipping now in the newest ones and stuff. So that's the problem is like, I don't know if they can actually load girl Astaroth and give her big Astaroth, like, actual, you know, hurt boxes and hit boxes. Dang, maybe the dick does have a hurt box then. That's crazy. We got to test it. It <laughs> might. <laughs> it might. We're going to lab the dicks. We got to yeah. lab the dick for sure. Yeah, you're going to hit that thing. You're just going to hit just the tip, and then it's exactly, just going to yeah. hurt. Yeah, so. does that do the trick? It's true. Yeah, yeah. So... But yeah, I mean, I feel like at this point in time, customs should be banned from ranked. And it's unfortunate because it's fun. You know, it is fun stuff, but I don't know how that's going to work. If they can make it so that all the moves are normalized, one, that's the best way to do it, in my opinion. Instead of banning everything, make it so that everything yeah. is normalized. Mm-hmm. And if normalized, when you play a ranked match, you should have the option of turning off the enemy's custom appearance. So on their game, they're custom, but on your game, they just look normal. That's going to cause, like, these things. <laughs> I know. Probably that's the only that. problem. But that's if they're different sizes, right? And they have different strengths and stuff like that. But if you yeah. can normalize it, yeah. then it would work. Uh, so. That would be nice. It seems unlikely mm-hmm. to change, but that, w- that would be nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of online play, how's your experience been in terms of connections? Um, it's When it's good, it's good. Uh, I have this this provider out here called Cox, and they don't really like me. Uh, yes, oh, yeah. I remember. It's, it's not the best. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm the best to judge that. Okay. But I can only judge when it's good, and when it's good, it's good. So that's nice. For for me so far, I've I've felt pretty good on connections. There definitely have been some poor ones, and some desyncs, uh, disconnects. But I think in general, I feel like I'm able to do what I feel like I should be able to do. I don't have a ton of experience. Well, I don't have any experience with the game offline, so I don't know like how it feels mm-hmm, differently. Mm-hmm, but um, I don't notice that I'm. It feels like well, a delay or anything. Well, like see, that. that's the thing is, I think that kind of makes it so that you wouldn't be able to judge it right. Yeah, because, that's what like, I'm saying. I think I might not be the best. When judge. I played Injustice One, I started online and I was like, "This online is not bad at all." Then I played offline finally, and then I was yeah. like, and I went back online, couldn't do it. Same thing happened with Tekken. Oh. So I, I couldn't block anything in Tekken, and then when I went to SER and I was playing, everyone was like, dang, James, you're like blocking all these lows. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm doing any of this, <laughs> you know? I remember Soul Calibur V, and like, I remember how that online was. And I remember, like, because there's two different types of lows in Soul Calibur. There's, you know, the slow kind of low, which is kind of like a snake edge, mm-hmm. in, uh, in where you can block it. You can block it on reaction 100% of the time. Right. Um, and there's lows that are unseeable that are just guesses. And um, in Soul Calibur V, you could get away with those stupid lows that aren't real all day. In this, I can block those every time where I can jump them. I can see even them. online, huh? Okay. Yeah, okay. even online. Okay. okay. So th- I'd say that's that's a good sign. Right. That is a good sign. Yeah, but I did I did read that uh, people were doing tests with it, and it does have variable input lag, right? So. Like, like I mean, it's 2018, doesn't everything, you know? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, from from what I've read, it's it's like on average six, but it doesn't doesn't vary hugely from that. It's mm-hmm, not like mm-hmm. that's what SF5 did until today, which is like a, up to three mm-hmm, frames mm-hmm, variability. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, 
so I've, I'm also. That, what's that? Have you tried that, by the way? New no, I haven't tried no, it yet. Not yet, not yet. Because I think you can only try it offline right now. Like it wasn't online. Because has, has the servers been updated now? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, but in any case, I, I haven't tried it. Hey, so um, you so, know, before we get the finitude, yeah. ask what's the difference between variable input lag and just input lag? So input lag for most games is the input lag is six point whatever frames, and that's just what it is. For some reason in Street Fighter V, it jumps between, like it increases and then resets. So it's like five frames up to like seven or eight frames, and then it jumps back down, and then it, it goes four back to down. seven. It was like four to seven or something like that. Yeah. So. so there was a lag cycle. So if you were off by one frame, just an unfortunate frame, there's no way to time it as a person mm-hmm, playing, mm-hmm. just whatever's going on. So it could be at seven, and then the next frame it could be four. Mm-hmm. So that's a big difference. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, I mean, it's, it's, so crazy. it's not huge, honestly, but it is, it can be significant. Right, yeah. It's huge for like Street Fighter Five time and meetings, for sure. Yeah. It can be big, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, hey, so, uh, is, is there anything else you want to say about the gameplay? Um, no, I think that's about it. Okay. All right, so, um, Sonic Fox got second place at ECT. Uh, Dragon, what's that? I caught on that, by the way. Before that tournament even started, I said Grand Finals was going to be Linkers versus Sonic Fox. Before they seemed the like the best, even... yeah. And um, I also knew that Sonic Fox was not going to beat him because Sonic Fox cannot beat Siegfried. Here, okay, I'll give you something about the game. Okay. I'll give you I'll give you a quick tip against Siegfried especially because Siegfried is basically Soul Calibur 2 Nightmare, which was probably, like, my best match back then. Okay. So... The reason I knew Sonic Fox would lose is, what is Sonic Fox? Sonic Fox is known for his offense, right? It's all offense. His offense is amazing. Mm -hmm. He has the best offense around, right? But the whole thing against Siegfried is the way you beat him is you have to take your turn second. You can never take your turn first. You walk up, you block. You walk up, you block. Sonic Fox doesn't like taking his turn second. He always likes to just go in and get his stuff started. So I knew he was just going to run into 3Bs all day. He just ran into every single 3B because that's hmm. what Siegfried does. He wants you to take your turn first. Interesting. So if you walk up and block, take block the 3B, and then get your AA, and then you start your pressure. And I think if Sonic Fox had done that, he would have won. Interesting. Because yeah, uh, that was literally like one of the only things I saw at ECT was I saw the grand finals of Soul uh-huh. Calibur because I really wanted to check that out. And yeah, Linker is just, he mopped him up. He did. Like, he, he lost one game, and then he was just like, nope, sorry, I'm just going to hit you with this big, long, swinging move, and he just, like, destroyed Siegfried him. Siegfried is, like, the anti-Sonic Fox. He lost to him in, uh, at Seam also. Right, right. Siegfried. Oh, yeah. He's just very anti-Sonic Fox. So, in addition to that, Dragon, at the pre-launch party, beat a bunch of old-school heads. Dragon, you know, the NRS player who's, like, yeah, nine, yeah, yeah. 20 years uh, old. Maybe. I've watched some of that. Here's my question. Uh... When was the last time the Soul Calibur scene was strong? Do you think? What do you mean, like the like the quality of, of like the, yeah the the quality of play, the quantity of play also. Oh, quality of play, Soul Calibur two forever. Because, ago. Yeah, because three, four, five, people stuck with it, but it wasn't the top top players. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not dogging the top players of those games. Obviously, they're great players, but the top players of Soul Calibur two were so like refined and like it was just like another level that, that the top players took that game. And I think those players leaving lowers the overall skill. Like it doesn't, if someone's not pushing you to be better and better and better, then you're only gonna get to a certain point. And I think those people leaving 
affects the three, four, five players and how high they got. So there are a ton of good players in fighting games in general nowadays. Sonic, Fox, and Dragon are a couple of them, but there's a lot of others, and a bunch of people seem like they're, at least they're now interested in Soul Calibur. I don't mm-hmm. know if that'll last, but at least for now. Um, what do you think about the chances of the younger players in general versus established players in Soul Calibur? Um, well, like I told you last time, I think Sonic Fox is going to be very, 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 very good this game. Um, Dragon is looking super good also. Um, I don't know who else is picking the game up. Flo, do you think that I old Soul Calibur players are ass is my question. Uh, Soul Calibur 2 players or Soul Calibur I mean, existing Soul Calibur players. People who have stuck mm-hmm. around and have been playing 3, 4, and 5. You're gonna put me on the spot like this? I mean, I don't think that. Look, I'm not a part of this question. Okay, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm. I'm, I mean, I'll give you the hot take, David. I don't care. I'll say some shit. Do it. You want me to say some shit? I'll say some shit. Yes. I don't think they're the greatest. I don't think they're horrible, but I don't think that they're like the level of play now that everyone's forced to to take, and just the levels that everyone's gotten to, whether it's NRS or Street Fighter players or whatever it is. This is a new level. Like, everyone wants to talk about, oh, back in the day when they executed. You're right. No, fuck you. That's yeah, not real. Because sure. it's so much harder to win and be consistent now mm-hmm. than it is back then. Yeah. Winning a 30-man tournament. James Chen won 30-man <laughs> tournaments back then. You think Ooh. James Chen going to win a tournament now? Come on. <laughs> Boy. Hey, 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 look. I got, I like, you, mo- I love you. I, love I you. got I love mostly you. I love second you. place, okay? I only I won, like, two or three tournaments. So there you go. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a different time now. The level of everyone is much higher. The the information, because you could win a tournament back then by saving that shit for nationals. Yeah. Having one secret character with right. one yeah, little yeah. secret strat that you could just use on someone. That doesn't exist anymore because there's YouTube. Some some jibbo is going to throw it up on Twitter and you're going to see it. Yep. You're mm-hmm. right. So my question is, Flo. You got banned. Are you in? Are you still talking? Are you still there, Flo? Or did we lose you? Yeah, can't. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were. Okay, you, okay. you cut out for a little bit. So let me ask you this yeah. question: If you decided to go in and start playing Soul Calibur in tournaments again, how do you think you would do? I have no idea. It's it's me in a tournament, James. No one knows. No one knows who's gonna show up for that. What do you, is it gonna be, Flo? Or is it gonna be Flo? No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, but if, I guess I guess really what my question is is. Is this like an MK9 situation where the people who had been playing Mortal Kombat before 9, and basically even during 9, were, I'm going to be honest, not the best video game Well, player. okay, look. And let's, then, I and mean, when, me and Justin definitely took their money. Yeah, I, I was about I to say. I was just about to tell that story. So you and Justin and Markman and L.I. Joe and, who, like, who else? Was there? Like, it was all these Street Fighter Fighters. Yeah, Fubarduck, that's yeah. right. Yep. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. There was a... The top three at that Vegas thing was Justin, you, and Joe? Yeah, I think so. Something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mortal Kombat players weren't real back then. I don't think right. so. And uh, I think that basically continued until, like, late MKX. Um, do you think that it's that kind of situation? Or or is it more? Is there more parity than that? Uh, I, that's actually a good, good way of playing it. Um, I don't know... I mean, Linkers is a is a Soulcaber five player, I think. So you know, like he's he's holding it up for them. I think that there will be those players that that you know like defend the turf, but 
I don't know for how long that's gonna last because this is only a week one tournament. And you know, like I said, the Sonic Fox thing is literally if he had taken his turn second, that's all it would have taken. And I think he would have beaten right. uh, Linkers. So, so I, I mean, you don't have matchups and stuff like that yet. And Sonic Fox yeah. is one of those people that isn't gonna just lose the Siegfried twice and just deal with it. You know, right. he's gonna figure out why. Yeah, and plus another thing too is like, I mean, obviously guys like Linkers and stuff like that, as everybody starts to push, he's gonna go up with it, right? So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely think those type of players. Um, and that's the other thing too is that Sonic Fox is kind of an anomaly anyway, right? I don't even. I mean, know. we can say Dragon also. I think Dragon too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all these all these uh, young kids coming in here and trying to take over everything yeah, here. Yeah, those guys are super good players, man. I super I just came players. from the Tetris thing, and that's exactly what happened right. there too. So that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, all right. I guess that's about it. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think I'm good. All right, buddy. Okay, Thanks for coming cool. on. Well, hey, but before before me. you go, Flo, uh, where can people contact you for Soul Calibur questions or watch you stream? Uh, there's Twitter with the Flojis on, and then there's Twitch. It's just F L O E, just Flo. Okay. And and Floji on uh, Twitter, no crazy numbers yeah. or anything, right? It's just Floji no, no crazy numbers, no three Ws or any crazy stuff. Okay. Did you did you make that Twitter way back when Ojisan Boy was a good Saga player? Is that so, what? do you know the story behind this name? I, maybe I did, but I don't remember now. So the person who actually made this name was Ski Sonic. Okay. This was uh this was during the IRC days still. Okay. And um I didn't have a Twitter back then. I didn't know what to make and. Uh, Basically, you know, like I was the Sagat player, and Ojisan Boy was one of the top Sagats in Japan. This is like 2009 or right eight, maybe. This is 2009. This is before Evo. This is before yeah, okay. Evo even happens yet. Uh-huh. So he starts calling me Flojisan Boy, and I just was like, okay. And Flo was taken on Twitter. So just right, of course, yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess I'd, I might have been in that chat. I don't even recall nowadays. You probably were. I probably I, I'd say you might have been. Because yeah. that's when we did like the crazy like podcast, like who's top five and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun times. I haven't been in there for years. I don't even know how to do IRC. It still exists. I'm sure it does. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Okay. Thanks for hanging. Right. Thanks for having me. Later, Later on, right. dude. Peace. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really enjoying Soul Calibur Six. I highly recommend it. Uh, it's not it. If you've never played a 3D style game before, then don't feel like you're too out of place because that's my experience as well. Um, I've only very casually played Soul Calibur in the distant past and right, Tekken in the right. kind of distant past too. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's not something that I'm very accustomed to, but it feels approachable enough that that's ah. not that big of a deal. Movement is obvious. Right. That's actually what I wanted to ask Flo too is how important is frame data in this game? Because everything's long range so range can obfuscate frame data, right? What, so. what, I, what I will say from my experience is that it seems that very few things, at least for the characters I've mostly been playing with and against, uh-huh. are significantly plus on hit or block. Right. Um, and also rarely significantly minus on Right, block. so there's not like, you have to know your launch punishable moves kind of thing. Yeah, Maybe, but it just, from my experience so far, which is limited, of course, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like that's the case. Yeah, when I watch it, it feels more like it's about avoiding things yeah. because the sidestep is built into one of the buttons. You know, right. you sidestep this button, and then A just doesn't have quite the same range that B usually does, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You know, it feels... Flo says he's all feel, and it's not Tekken. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. What it's I it's very it's very interesting playing uh, the 
Oh, he Who? says he's never known a single piece of frame data in any Soul Calibur. So oh, okay. that's good. That's actually, I think that's really cool. I think that's really cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh -huh. um, it, it's 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 unusual to play a game that doesn't have like significant frame advantage, even if you hit somebody, mm -hmm. even if there's not like on block. Like typically, games will at least two D games will give you plus on hit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it seems like in this game, it's still like rarely for sure your turn a second time, yeah, 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 even if you yeah, hit, yeah. because uh -huh. at, at a minimum. You have moves that are sidesteppable or duckable, right? So, like, right. which one do you bring out? Even if you hit, even if it is like your turn, frame data wise, the opponent still has tools. They still have GI they can do. They still have reversal edge they can do. But it just it feels like it's much more about this constant battle rather than obviously like it's my turn, it's your turn. It's it's right. yeah, much yeah, more yeah, like yeah. butting heads mm -hmm. constantly, mm -hmm. which is very interesting. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I, I'm sure. I'm sure there are moves that are punishable. In fact, I've. Definitely done some of those as Astaroth. There's like some obvious uh -huh, punishable uh -huh, moves. Uh -huh. They exist. I don't know that those are the moves that you use very often, though. I just don't know enough about the game yet to be able to say. Right. But it doesn't feel like the moves that people are typically using are super punishable right. or, uh, you know. Okay. Well, um, look, we were supposed to talk to Flo for about half an hour yeah. and then jump to results and then talk about Canada Cup at about 6.30. So do you want to jump ahead and talk about Canada Cup sure. ST and then... Uh, come back to ECT and Master Cup and stuff like that. Sure. So, okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to try to get uh, some more guests onto the stream, and uh, we will be right back to talk about Canada Cup coming up and the Tournament of Legends Woo! happening over there. So be right back, guys. Be right back. <laughs> Astaroth. <laughs> he has armor everywhere, but... One place. But the butt. Yeah, but the butt. Ah. Do, do, do. All right, so let's see here. We're going to do some testing over here. Testing. Uh, Mr. Mr. Babona, can you hear us? Hello, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can yep. hear you loud and clear. What about, well, well I'm still waiting for, uh, oh, okay, okay. Eugene is not available, so we're just going to get uh, Tanya in here. Okay. Okay. All right. Join the voice thing. Oh, she's not in there, so she can't hear me saying to join the voice yeah, thing. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> nice. I know. I saw voice and I saw a guest, but, I, but you said join guests, so I went into guests and it yeah. worked. Absolutely right. I've never eaten a whole turn. I was calling. Ready? Oh, oh, there we go. I heard there you. There she is. You there, Tanya? Can you hear us? Okay. I love you, Mom. Talk to you soon. Hi. Hi. You're very quiet, Tanya. It sounds like she's on the phone. Do you want food? Is that what you want? Yeah, she's she doesn't realize she's in there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tanya, can you hear us? Nah, she's just walking. Around. I can't hear anyone. No. Oh, but okay, okay, okay. I mean, maybe just come back in a second when you're ready. <laughs> Is everything okay in there, Tanya? Sounds like you're dragging around a metal chair. Uh, you're still there, right, David? Yes, I am here. Okay. What up? Very exciting. Hey, it's your hometown. 
trying to see if Tanya is there. Yeah, two Davids. Who? It's crazy that that name would be repeated. I thought that. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> Just like me, because I'm the only James. Around. The only James. The only James. It's so convenient, dude. Does that work? Oh, let's see. Oh, no. can you hear us, Tanya? Tanya, can you hear us? All right. Well, whenever she gets on here, we will come back to the stream. Technology, man. Technology. It's supposed to make everything easier, but it's like actually everything is harder. Yeah, I think last time I was on, we did Skype, right? I believe you're right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you guys, you guys have moved to the more advanced tech. We have stepped up. Just so you guys, just so you know, David, you are on stream right now as well, so people will be able to hear you. So you know, don't Oop. say, don't, don't say, you know, like everybody out there sucks at ST. <laughs> you know, like, oh, we love everybody. Okay. Hundred and four players signed up for Super Turbo. Hey. Yeah, and actually, there's a there's a few more actually that are that we're in that we have to add manually because there have been some issues with the smash. So so wow. yeah, so basically, yeah, this is um, I, basically this is the largest ST term. I think Combo Breaker may have had a handful more, but it's the, the, in terms of the depth of the level of players, it's not it, you know it's it's a different situation there. Awesome. Well, whenever Tanya let's gets in here, we will talk about it. All right. Man, when are you guys? Uh, when are you guys getting into Toronto? We're cutting in Thursday, early evening, late afternoon, okay. something like that. And we have an Airbnb that is pretty close to the venue. Nice. Oh man, I'm so. Yeah, are, are, you, are, you, are you bothering to get a hotel? Yes. Yeah, yeah, because it's just it, now. I, I live about ten minutes from the venue, but it's <laughs> just I, I just I have to I have to do the hotel. Yeah. It's too much to be going back and forth with all the stuff I got to do. Dang. Yeah, that, okay. make, that makes sense. Okay. And uh, there, there's we're gonna, there's going to be an announcement soon. We're going to be uh, running a salty suite. Oh. And we're going to be moving the cabs from the venue into the Sky Dome, and you know the so the uh, the the Mar that the like the venue hotel the Marriott. And that, if you guys know the Sky Dome, the stadium where the Blue Jays play, they've got those hotel rooms that like look out onto the field. Oh, oh wow. So those are like special suites. So the Salty Suite is one of those special suites. It's like Dang. two levels. Okay. That's crazy. So, living. Yeah. So that's uh, so Josh, Josh Cooper, Josh C is uh, from New York is uh, coordinating that. So it should be cool. Oh, wait. Hang on a second. Oh, Tanya. there she is. Tanya, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, that was hard. Okay. okay. Audio cool. was a pain in the ass. I'll tell you that much. All right, y'all. Okay. You guys ready then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. We're going to go live you, in a little bit. We're going to be muted for a second until you hear us say, we're back. So uh, you're not going to hear us for a second. Be right back.
got it. David. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to the Tuesday the stage show. of history. <laughs> now, obviously, here you see we just talked about Soul Calibur Six, and it says we're going to do ECT Master Cup, but no, we're going to jump ahead a little bit to Canada Cup Super Turbo Tournament of Legends. Let me Canada Cup is this coming weekend. Yep. Uh, we'll be on the way on Thursday. Uh, it's a big tournament, of course. Lots of different games will be there. A ton of different players will be there, but one of the highlights is going to be Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. That's right. So just little by little by little, Canada Cup has started becoming like the international place to be to play some Super Turbo. Last year, um, we had a bunch of the players. Koamam, the Feilong player, was out there. Uh, Kusumundo was out there, I think, for the second year. Matsun was out there for like the second year, I think. And uh, Shogatsu showed up. And a whole bunch of people are out there playing. And it's just even gotten crazier this year. And Largely due to the work of Mr. Uh, David Babona, aka uh, Atari, and I believe we have him here. Are you? Are you there? Are you there? I am. Hello, guys. How are you doing? How do you do? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, and that's not all. We also have Killer Miller, aka Tanya, from Southern California. What up? Hey, y'all. How are you doing? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem, no problem. This is going to be awkward for three people or four people, but we're going to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just right off the bat. I mean, I'm looking at the signups so far, and 104 players have signed up for Super Turbo at Canada Cup. Um, since David brought it up during the break, uh, Canada Combo Breaker did have a little more. It had 113. But still, 100 plus for ST is super amazing. Are yeah. you guys actually going to be taking entries on site uh yeah so interestingly um they are allowing uh on sites up till th well third you got to go at thursday thursday evening until like 10 p.m so it's going to be difficult to do that um but yeah i mean I, i'm thrilled that we've got it's 104 and there's a handful more that are going to be added that were there were just some registration issues that we're aware of so yeah it's basically number wise it's equal more or less within a within just a handful and in terms of the competition i mean it's tournament of legends three yeah uh, so 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 talk to me about why this particular tournament is such a big deal yeah so this is the third installment of Tournament of Legends. Now, for anyone who is less familiar with Super Turbo, um, Tournament of Legends was started in 2012 by Bob Painter, known as Karopi. And he ran that tournament with basically the concept of trying to get all the best, the top ST players from all over the world, all into one tournament. And he did that by having Japanese invites. And he, I think in the first one, actually had U.S. invites as well yeah, as, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, and actually, yeah, and as well as he had a, uh, a qualifier circuit. So basically various events over the country, over the season, if you, you entered and the people that won at those got into the Tournament of Legends. So that's the concept. So it's like a circuit uh, that culminates in this event. Now, what we also have, uh, and all the previous ones have had it as well as the last chance qualifiers. And that is 
effectively you can consider that the pools at Canada Cup. So people who didn't qualify somewhere can certainly still aim to get in. So it is definitely still an open, it's, it, it is absolutely def, would be defined as an open tournament. It's not an invitational, uh, but it's an open tournament that has uh, qualifier spots that are, uh, that are already arranged from winning other events. Right. But so what's interesting though, is that um, you had, uh, so there was a bunch of qualifiers this year, right? But you did have some invites, right? So some of, there are like some Japanese players who are just, who didn't have to qualify anywhere, who are in the Tournament of Legends, correct? Yes, that is correct. We have six, it's now six Japanese invites, uh, which we worked on over the course of the year. Uh, interestingly, we conceptually did talk about trying to run qualifiers in Japan, but it was it's just operationally almost impossible, especially when you consider yeah. the fact how difficult it is for any Japanese players to come here in the first place. <laughs> right. um, so, so fortunately, we had a fundraising, a fundraising drive, uh, and we had a lot of generous donors, and we were able to, we basically, we subsidized, we didn't, uh, it's nowhere close to 100%, but we basically subsidized the Japanese invites, uh, and it basically helps make it so that their cost to get to the tournament is about equal to someone's cost who lives in North America. Oh, dang, okay, okay. nice. Now, now, who are all the Japanese guests who are coming over? Yeah, so this is really exciting. So we have, so Matsun is back. This is his third Canada Cup in a row. He is, uh, he won ST at the first two. He is the only two-time champion in any game in the history of Canada Cup. So he's back. Dang. Wow, uh, okay. what a stat. We, yeah, it's, it's actually really cool. No one has repeated a Canada Cup in any game except for Matsun. Wow. Uh, and though there are a lot of guys that are going to be eager, guys and girls that are going to be eager to dethrone Matsun this year, also from Japan, uh, we have uh, Kusamundo and Shogatsu, both invites. They, this is also their third year coming to Canada Cup in a row. So I'm thrilled that they have joined us again. More, more Hondas. I know, I know Tanya's happy about that, but. Yeah. <laughs> yes, boy. exactly. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so and then so now new to Canada Cup uh, and new to North America. This is actually super hype. Is Komoda the blank of Grand? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's How cool. so hype, dude. I, I want a, a round one fight. Have him walk up and bite somebody. That's so sick. Like that. That better happen at some point. In time. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure it will. Komoda is amazing. I played him when I was in Japan both times, and yeah, he's just he just does such crazy stuff with like a yeah. super hype character. So and I love that too because this is here's a character, James. This might resonate with you as a cami player. This is a character that's not super well represented in mm. North America at all. People are, you know, not used to seeing outside. I think so. There, so Fromo is a, is a, a, an excellent blanket yes. player. Yeah. Um, and, but but I, if he's not out at an event, don't necessarily expect to see high level blanket. So this is amazing. Yeah. Having this, it's like a rarer character. Not, not uh, considered and the very character strong. Can but he be plays so, it so well. Oh yeah, uh, yeah Ko absolutely. Komoda is how it's spelled. K O M O D A. Yeah, Magnet Blanca. He uses the the gray and red Blanca all the Magnet? time. Magnet. That's what I've always called oh. it. I've always called it Magnet. I've Blanca. always just called it the best Blanca color. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty cool color. Actually, I mean, it was my favorite Blanca yeah, color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So see, that's a, people, you know what people are partial to all those things. I always like to say my golden guile is the best color, and you know it is what it is. But yeah, no, that that gray is great. Um, <laughs> 
So uh, speaking of colors, because his name actually is defined as a color in Japanese, which is the color purple, Murasaki Dictator Ooh. is also joining us. Dude, these are like all of your characters yeah, right now. Yeah, true actually, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. But I, I, didn't, I didn't know that etymology though, that's, that's cool. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, Murasaki means purple in Japanese. And so he is, uh, this is his first time at Canada Cup. Uh, I believe his second time in North America, he did go to another event. Uh, does he play the purple green bison? Yes, he does. Okay, okay. I always called that. Yeah, he plays the I purple. called that Devastator Bison because he was the color of the Constructicon. So you I can know. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so Murasaki uh, is going to be there, and he's coming off of an amazing performance at um, uh, XS, formerly known as X Mania, right. over the summer yeah. in Japan. Uh, he just he. I mean, he took out Hondas, which at that level. You know, to, to take out those top Hondas is uh, with Dictator next to impossible. No. <laughs> I, I agree yeah. with Tanya. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, in any event, he had a great uh, he had a great tournament. So he's coming fresh off of that. Um, and then finally, the sixth invite is a player who doesn't really need much introduction is Daigo Umahara. Really? Beast. He's playing yeah. ST. Yeah. That is yes. awesome. Yes, yes, we are okay. thrilled about that. So Very he cool. has, yeah, he came in as the sixth uh, Japanese invite, and it's funny because we have the graphic. We we haven't pictured as a boxer player on the graphic. Uh, yeah. he has uh -huh. played boxer in ST. That's sort of his main, uh, but he's also really known for reuse. So it'll be interesting to see who he plays. Hey, look, trust me, I I had to fight Daigo to qualify into the Tournament of Legends the first time. It was at CEO, but he was an invite. So he got in. Okay. So I got in because I was second place, but I was like, okay, I'm going to see what I can do against his Ryu. Yeah. Then he picked Boxer, and I was just like, man. <laughs> well, he, he picked Boxer against me at final round one year, and I made him switch because I beat his Boxer with Honda. It's because you don't have an 8-2 matchup versus Boxer with your character. Okay? I'll tell you why. It's because I picked old Honda, and I just did Fierce Grab Loop against him until he died. That was the end of it. <laughs> so he, and he picked Ryu, and he blew me up. But Nuki is showing up to this, right? Yes. So Nuki was at Nuki actually. So he is obviously Japanese. He's not an invite because Nuki won ST at CEO, at CEO ah. which was a huge tournament. Uh, that was actually on the 30th anniversary edition. Yeah. Uh, it's the only one. Everything else was on arcade. Uh, that was the Capcom sponsored event. With he took home the winner's share of a seven thousand dollar prize mm -hmm. from winning uh, ST at CEO. So Nuki guy. qualified. Yes, and he an amazingly memorable grand finals yeah. against Damdai, where Damdai reset him, and then ended up going down to the final pixels for both characters. It was super close. And the lightning leg just did like stupid amount. Well, I mean, is is Damdai going? Yes, Dam so Damdai yes. is going. He will be in the last chance qualify. Actually, Damdai's uh, coming up on Thursday as well. Okay, and yeah, he'll be he'll be there in the last chance qualifier pools. So I'm uh, I'll, I'll be pulling for him to okay. uh, to win his pool and get into the TOL. Well, I think he would be favored to do so. Speaking deservingly of, so. Yeah, speaking of people who are going, Tanya is actually qualified into the Tournament of Legends right now. So she got third place at SCR, but uh, DGV couldn't make it oh. anymore. Like, I guess he doesn't have the passport. And then second oh. place was 
actually DGV had family in town. Uh, he does have the. Uh, he just got his passport, but you know, family comes first. Oh, so, okay. okay, okay. His okay. obligations. And then who was second place again? Boss. Boss, uh, that's boss right. Boss couldn't make it because he just went to ECT this weekend. So uh, we asked him though just to be sure, and he's like, "No, you know, my travel plans were for the ECT." Okay, that's so, right. That's right. Uh, it was and. Yeah. My Honda beat him one game against his old Sagat, so you know I deserve it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You you switched to Vega. You shouldn't have switched to Vega, Tanya. <laughs> no, but I mean, how excited are you to be able to play in the in the Tournament of Legends? I'm super excited because I've been staring at a Tournament of Two Tournament of Legends two poster in my bathroom that had El Trouble in it, uh, and so this is the first time we're all also be on. That's awesome. Nice, nice. Now, L Trouble is there because he qualified at Combo Breaker, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, and that all, that was 114 uh, man tourney. Yeah. And Evo was 100 and something. Got it. And, you know, just, just so people uh, know, too, that, uh, you know, we're talking about L Trouble and Tanya and Killer Miller here. The, uh, both of you guys have done so much work for the Super Turbo scene as well, right? So you guys have done a lot of stuff. Obviously, David is doing a lot of the legwork right now because it's in Canada and everything like that. But, you know, the whole ST revival scene, I feel like you're kind of like the, the third generation of people who were kind of in charge of it for a while, right? Because at first it was just like Karopi who was in charge of it. Then it was like Muffin Man. But now it's like you, you and uh, Eugene are doing a lot of the work trying to keep Super Turbo alive, correct? Yeah, and honestly, we couldn't do half the things we did without those people before us. You know, Kuropi started Tournament of Legends, ST Games, all these amazing games. And we're only able to do all this because we stand on the shoulders of those before us, you know? Yeah. And then sure. David has taken the ball with this and just ran with it. He's doing a fantastic job for... Canada Cup. I can't wait to see how this turns out. Yeah, because Tournament of Legends had originally been at Evo the couple of the past two times, right? Tournament of Legends 1 and 2, but this year we decided to move it to Canada Cup because there had always been so much international competition coming out to it and so many ST players anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, that was definitely part of it. Um, we When we decided to do another TOL, uh, we considered several different options for it, and just yeah, the, the sort of the roads just kept pointing us back to to Canada Cup mm -hmm. on this one. So I know everyone here involved with Canada Cup, Lapchi and uh, Vince Hui are thrilled about having the TOL, and we've got we're going to be on a really big stage for the top eight. So everyone is very very excited about that. Awesome, dude! It's it's going to be in a big arena this time. Is that what is? Or maybe it's a convention center? Yeah, Canada, yes. Canada Cup is in a convention center because it's going to be part of a big overall esportsy thing there. Ah. There's going to be a lot of different games there, a lot of different events. Uh, Lapchi has teamed up with, uh, with basically uh, all of them, and that's why it's in the convention okay. center. Okay. So. And it, it's also really exciting. I should just add for anyone who's going or anyone who might still be on the fence about going, if at least as a spectator, is... The venue is in the core of downtown Toronto. It yep. is not an airport venue like um, it has been in the past, or that it tends to be fairly common for a lot of the FGC majors that I've been to. Yeah. Is they tend to be near the airports. This one is in the in the city proper of Toronto downtown. There is so much to do around the area. Great restaurants. 
uh, great entertainment, whatever you want. It's there downtown Toronto within a short walk or short cab ride. Dude, I think our Airbnb, we can see the CN Tower from like the window or something like yeah? that. I think one of the pictures showed that or wow, something sick. like that. Okay. Yeah, so, Looking forward to that. I mean, I was just in Toronto and I, I, I'm not going to lie. Like we were there a few years ago. We went to the CN Tower. And when I just went back earlier, like just about a month ago, like downtown Toronto got developed a lot. Like I don't remember it looking like that. I I felt like it was really fleshed out over there. So yeah, it's been. I mean, I moved up here in two thousand eight, and it is the change around that downtown core area, particularly along the waterfront, is just it's tremendous. Yeah. Very very uh, built up uh, compared to what it had been. Cool. I even went to the Ripley's Aquarium when I had a chance there, and I got to like pet stingrays or manta rays and okay. stuff like that. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool. Cool. So, yeah, actually, it's funny. There, there is a. This is this is a little bit off topic, but it's just I have to mention it. Apparently, there was some office party there where they rented out that space, and some guy. Oh, some guy got drunk and jumped in the shark tank. Oh God! And did he make it out of that shark tank? He did. He did. He did make it out. But uh, yeah, that, that actually that just happened. So, <laughs> jeez. So, yeah. and, and and are you so, are. You, are you okay back there, Tanya? It sounds like something's happening over there. Click, click on Discord, you can see which who's making the noise. I'm just laughing because it seems like the U.S. has World War II planes and Canada's got sharks, so we all got our... <laughs> That's so fair. It's a strange time. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, anything else to talk about with respect to Canada Cup or Super Turbo or anything else that you'd like to bring up? Uh, good question. I mean, I think uh, one thing I guess I should add, because we talked about the TOL specifically, but on Friday night, there's going to be a really hype teams tournament. Ah. So 3v3, which is what it has been in the past, and there are uh, some very killer teams in there, such as Afro Legends plus Damdai plus Matsu. <laughs> what? That is a pretty good team. Yeah. What? No, you don't want... I was James. I was I was with Matsun in Japan when that team was formed. We were at a bar. It was formed because he found out that Komodo was teaming with uh, one of the uh, uh, UK players, Orf, uh-huh. uh, and he. I guess he felt, you know what? I guess if Japan is playing outside of region, so they he just went and basically set that up with Damned Eye uh, and then Afro Legends like and I was what like not soon I hope you guys lose yeah. <laughs> US traders US traders yeah <laughs> now so, what about so you so that's going to be hype get that money what about you Ty are you teaming up with Eugene uh, sadly man I shouldn't have teamed up with him now uh, uh, yeah we're team SoCal we kept it we kept it within the region I like it so is it yeah you be- know what I don't like people doing the regions as well. Yeah. So is it going to be you, Eugene, and Silent Scope? Yep. Top three SoCal. Silent All right. Scope, oh, okay. A Dalsum, a Cami, and a Honda. Woohoo! You got a good team. That is a good players. That is a really good team. That is a good team. So I'll be rooting for you. So. For sure. And uh, Aww, you know, hopefully we'll be able to do commentary for this uh, as well. Definitely so, hope so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited yes. to do some uh, ST commentary. Yeah, that the uh, I know they're still working on the schedule. They're uh, hopefully there'll right. be some announcements around that soon. We're I think we're still up in the air, but I've got my fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah, def- I mean, me, me too. <laughs> so. <laughs> so 
Yeah, I think that's, uh, oh, I guess and one other thing I would just add quickly is um, a thank you to everyone who's donated. And we, you know, again, we've obviously been able to get these Japanese players as a result of that. We have an amazing looking championship belt. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so that, that, will be, uh, that will be handed out. I will be holding that up before the grand finals. Um, and it'll be on display. It really, really looks great. Nice. Uh, a, a, a totally different design than the TOL two belts. Um, so same manufacturer, but totally different design. Okay. We okay. worked with them, um, and yeah, the other some of the other stuff that we're going to have. The TOL posters are going to be available uh, with the donation that will go into the prize pool. Uh, there's a program, same thing, donation, and then for a higher donation, I think we're making some additional uh, signed posters yeah available so that's actually we're going to i think actually i was going to ask tanya because she's very good with this stuff of getting people to do things that we want them to do <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's, it's going to be hunting down the people to actually sign the poster so tanya i'm going to sign the thing uh since i, I well i was lucky enough to get into tol i'm not going to say that i you know i got second place in an event that actually david you were on the commentary i was, was indeed round yeah, that was final round, which I got second. Uh, it's the, he couldn't go, so Kyle, Kyle I, couldn't make it. Yeah, okay. yeah, Kyle couldn't make it, so I I got in. So I'll sign them before I'll get them done. They're going to be printed soon, so I'll have those done at least. You'll, I'll get one person off your list. Woo! One now, down, so many more to go. Now, yeah. now, now, Tanya, how many Canada Cups have you been to? Uh. This is only my second Canada Cup okay. for me and El Trouble, uh, but I'm really excited to see uh, how we how our skill level has really increased. You know, mm -hmm. we haven't played Damn Die in a while. We haven't played uh, we played Afro a little bit now and then again lately with Tomo back. But right. I'm excited to see how you know the U.S. House uh, really SoCal stacks up to the rest of them now. Well, well is yeah. it? I, I just want to confirm: Is it true that there's somebody in particular that you kind of wanted a money match in Canada Cup? <laughs> Are we gonna do this on on right now? Okay. Yeah. I'm All just... right, David. I want to money match you, Ultra David. Me? <laughs> I want to see. You're gonna you're gonna kill me. I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how your old Honda and my new Honda stack up against each other. Now. I am I am not joking. I'm sure you'll win, but I would be happy to play. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. This is great. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'll lose, but that sounds, that sounds fun. <laughs> awesome. when, when, when 30th anniversary came out, I played online, and I definitely lost more than I won. So really? I'm, I'm not at a high level right now. <laughs> because I, I remember when 30th yeah, anniversary... That's online, though. This is going to be all arcade hardware. No, I'm, I'm down to play. I'm down to play. Dude, when 30th anniversary came out and I played online that first day, I was just mopping everybody yeah. up, dude. So I don't was, know. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> sure, I'm down. Okay. Maybe the salty sweet could be a spot for that. That thing's going to be running all night on Saturday. So. Sounds good. Oh, sweet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that might that might be the spot. And uh, you know, I think there's going to be a bunch of other sort of uh, uh, matches going on there. And we're going to try to record some. I'm going to bring uh, at least some camcorders. We'll try to get some footage nice. of that stuff too. Because you know what? The other thing there there are a bunch of players like so Mars Gotti. He's never been to a Canada Cup. What he oh, got wow. his passport specifically for this event. Oh, that's so cool. sick! In case people don't know, Mars Gotti is kind of that middle generation, one of the top ST players. He wasn't one of the OGs. He's not one of the new crew right now. He's like in that damn die area. He's he's one of the best guile players in the country, uh, in yes. the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes. So really, really, uh, if, if Marcus is watching, uh, Marcus, thank you for getting the passport. I was definitely uh, sort of, I, I, I'm sure I was pestering him, uh, <laughs> probably maybe too much, but I, I definitely, uh, I was I was probably bothering him quite a bit. Uh, but, but at least, uh, you know, in the end, he got that passport and he's going to be here. So we're thrilled about that. Okay. Cool. Nice. Okay. Um... Anything else that you guys have to say about this or anything you guys want to plug or anything? Uh, I don't think so. I would just say strevival.com, all the information on TOL. There is still a link to the fundraiser, and we're still taking donations at this point. Those donations will effectively go into the prize pool. Where will it be streamed? Uh, that is to be determined. Um, it will be on one of the Canada Cup channels or something else uh, still up in the air. This is, this is again, this is stuff that's related to the scheduling. You got and it, man. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, but it will, it will be on the internet. Yeah, I always have people ask me, hey, do you have time when you're at Canada Cup that I can do this when you're yeah. And I'm like, I have no idea. No I never idea. get the, never get the uh, schedules until like two days before Canada Cup. So. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> Oh, man. So just yeah. make sure that everyone you know follows ST Revival on Twitter. Uh, make sure you follow Atari on Twitter, or even me and El Trouble, because one of us is going to post it, and then we're going to retweet like a boss, you know, throughout yeah. the whole group. So just follow yeah. us, and we'll make yeah. sure we notify everyone as soon as that happens. Yep, I've got your Twitters up there, Atari FGC and Killer Miller Time. Of course, without the first E, so it's Killer Miller Time. So. Would that just Lame not fit tw- in Twitter? They ran out of, uh, basically, they ran out of uh, character options. Yeah. So I either had to take the E out of Killer or E out of Miller. So yeah. I chose, I guess I didn't chose wisely on this one. Now, <laughs> is there anybody who you know has already qualified, Tanya, that you want to play in the Tournament of Legends and you just want to beat down? Ooh, that's a really good question. Ooh. Ooh. Just say Daigo, because I know that's who you want to fight. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to run it back because uh, I beat him at the first X-Mania and then he ran it back at the second X-Mania and so we haven't really played in a tournament since then right. so I really want to see how we do against each other in tournament. <laughs> we've, okay. done, we've done money matches and casuals but not a, a tournament since uh, X-Mania all those nice. years ago. Sweet. Now do, would you, do you expect he would play Boxer or Ryu? I'm assuming Ryu. Oh, were you easy? You yeah. can just zone zone me out all day. But I, I I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. I had I had a pretty good Ryu here the last year. Yeah, so. you've done yeah. great against Ryu recently with Tomo there, and you know that's that's great training. And you've got you've got Valle occasionally as well. Like that's awesome. Exactly, and Valle should also at least be on the three v three tournament. By the way. Oh, oh actually, yeah, I, I, yeah. There, there's another big name. Actually, Valle has also entered the last chance qualifier, so nice. we could see, well, we will see him in singles for sure, yeah. uh, and you know p- potentially, maybe fairly likely in the TOL itself. Uh, and for clarification, not the Tomo from a billion years ago. Right. This is <laughs> this is the new Tomo. Different dude. Yeah. He yeah, literally... I think Oh, go ahead, Tanya. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, now his David was just about to say it. His Smash GG handle and his gamertag handle is now Tomo parentheses not Ohira. <laughs> Smart man. Poor guy. <laughs> Forever cut trapped in the shadow of this other guy. So, yeah. yeah. All right, folks. Thanks a lot for hanging out. Uh, we'll see you soon. Just a few days from now. That's right. Yes, looking forward to it. Thanks for having us. See you soon. All right. Peace out, Thanks for having us. Let's have some poutine in Canada, boys. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. And some pea meal bacon. Okay.
but yeah. not the not the bagels. Not the bagels. Not the Montreal bagels, any case. So. Yeah, I don't know about Toronto bagels. No, Never had the those. Montreal bagels. So. Uh, anyway, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to everybody who's jumping on here right now. So. <clears throat> Um, we just had Flo, of course, talking about Soul Calibur. We just had uh, David and Tanya talking about uh, Super Turbo at Canada Cup. Of course, Canada Cup is this weekend, and Canada Cup is always a big event, right? Because it's like not just this t- tournament of legends, but it's also a uh, it's the final North American uh, premiere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for Street Fighter. Yep. I believe it's also a saga event for Dragon Ball, and I believe it's a master event for Tekken as well. That makes sense. So, yeah, it's basically everything. So uh, it's going to be really, really cool. It'll yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it will be. It already has, like I said, 100 plus for ST, same for Soul Calibur, same for Dragon Ball, uh, Melee, Wii U, of course. Um, the one with the most right now is Street Fighter with 276. Then you got Tekken. Um, that seems like those are basically the two biggest yeah, consistently yeah, yeah. nowadays. Mm-hmm. So. Well, is, what about Dragon Ball? Dragon, Dragon Ball is on the way down a little bit. I would say. Okay. It's, uh, it's at 166. Okay, okay. So, still doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still doing well. Okay. Oh, it's a challenger event for TWT. Shoutouts to Ace King Offsuit, of course. But, but it's the last event of the year. Oh, yeah. I saw on um, Best of Five earlier, uh-huh. they talked a bit about this and had some projections and whatnot. So check out that stream if okay. then you are interested. And it is a radar event for Dragon Ball Fighters. Okay, so okay. it's not it's not a saga event then. Okay, there you go. Shoutouts to Ace King Offsuit doing the work for two shows in a row. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. So... All right. Okay, so do you want to take a break or do you want to just jump into some ECT Master Cup yeah, stuff? Yeah, let's just talk about it. That's fine. Okay. Um, um, so the past weekend were a few events. Mm-hmm. You went to one of them. We'll, we'll, yes, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. that later mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of major tournaments, there were a couple. The first one I think we should talk about is probably East Coast Throwdown. Yeah, and you know one of the things that was super cool, Joe was talking to me a lot about this. You know how Jabali has kind of gone... You know, with the wrestling theme of his event. Yeah. What I really liked this year was that uh, Joe, his event was sponsored by Roadrunner Records, I Super believe it cool. was. Yeah. So music company out there, you know, and they j- they did all this like music tie-in stuff. And it everything. was awesome. And as you were watching the stream, whenever the stream went to break, they would be playing music from like the oh, band so cool. and actually have like the name of the band and the song up that's there. That's so sick. Okay. Excellent promotion, y'all. Like that. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Uh, the trophies were awesome as well. Did you see those? No. Uh, big records with uh, oh, the dude. big square frame on them. Somebody won a big guitar, like dude, a cool that's guitar. So sick. So I had told Joe earlier on this year that I love the fact that the TOs are doing this kind of thing. That yeah. they're taking whatever their side passion is yes. and injecting it into their event because that's what I feel like all the events should do. Totally. Like I, yeah. Bailey just having that wrestling thing was amazing, yeah. and now Joe doing this, I think it's fantastic. I it, think it's it's great cool. to have the events uh, express a different personality. They, they always have, right? There's uh-huh, always uh-huh. been different feel at different tournaments, which is always good. But um, in recent years, that's become uh, even more noticeable, right? And it's yeah. a great example is CEO and all the wrestling stuff that they mm-hmm, put on mm-hmm. there. Uh, Combo Breaker has its own feel. It's very unique, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, and then, uh-huh. yeah, having bands and, and music at uh, ECT, I think, is an excellent, so excellent, cool. excellent job in that yeah. same respect. Dude, same it was band. so funny because, you know, Joe has been tweeting a lot. He's been, like, with, traveling with the, all these bands all the time. Like, he was yeah. traveling with Vane. He's, like, the hype man there and everything like that. We talked about this. I, I still haven't put the video up, but I had him at my house that one time, and we were just talking on stream and everything. Okay. And he told the story of how he and even joined up with the Vane band, which he was 
just at the concert and he went to buy one of the t-shirts and the guy running the t-shirt booth was like, you're L.I. Joe. He's like, the band loves you. Come follow me. Oh, wow. And they took him back there and they were like, oh my God, you're L.I. Joe. You're the <laughs> cra- you're that street fighter player. Holy crap, we're wow. such huge fans. That was it. That's, that's, how, it that's worked, how it happened. That's, that's literally so cool. how it happened, dude. It's so awesome. Dude. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Texas Showdown had the burrito contest. Yes, I think they did. Did they, they really? Yeah, I think that one year. It wasn't this last oh, year. Oh, no, I you're think. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, That's right. uh-huh. um, but, That actually makes sense. Yeah, I mean, me and Joe were just like sitting there. We were just like video games. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's so cool. It's so yeah, cool. Totally. Uh, anyway, yeah, I heard a lot of good things about the event. Mm-hmm. Seemed cool. Yeah. Neither of us went, but it, it seemed from the outside looking yeah. in, like it was good I, stuff. I, I felt terrible. I, obviously, I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of it. I was too. Oh, yeah. I was busy, you know, you know, commentating Tetris and playing F Zero and all sorts of other things. I'll talk about do what that. What you got to do, later. man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doesn't sound like such a bad existence. Oh, man. Uh, I did watch a substantial amount, although not Sweet. all of it. Okay. Okay. Um, so looking at the Street Fighter Five, do want it. Uh, Do got first place, Um, but I thought it was great to see Idom getting second place. Idom's not a guy who travels very often. Everybody knows he's been strong Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and does well when he does travel. This is you know relatively close to where he lives, right? This is New Mm -hmm, Jersey, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so so doable for him in in New York. I'd love to see him more often. If this helps convince a sponsor to take a look at him, well, Idom has always been one of those players that he never really wanted to travel. So, I mean, I'm sure sponsors have approached him already. Mm. He might have turned down some sponsors right. already and just been like, "This is not what I want to do necessarily. I don't want to go full bore into this whole thing." He might but be right. he definitely has the talent and the skill. And you know, it's tough for Idom because when you watch a Laura win, it feels like a blender, and it feels like God, this character, ah. Oh, but you don't see a lot of successful Loras, and it's really more just Idom than, yeah. than oh, yeah. anything, right? Oh, yeah. And so, like, it, it's unfortunate for him because she still kind of has that stigma from season two yeah. that when you see her win, everyone's just like, "Ugh, Laura." You I know? think that was but, never real, but there, that stigma yeah, certainly yeah, does yeah. exist. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It was cool to see Punk get third again. You know, he's he's been having an upswing as the year goes on. Dude, speaking of upswing, what about pop fourth place too? Unless you want to say more no, about that's all Punk. good. Game review got fourth. Yeah, because. For the longest of time, I had just been saying Oil King has clearly surpassed Gamer B as the best Taiwanese player. Okay. But the last two events, Gamer B has gotten top eight again. The last one he got top eight, he was like, okay, Seem, he got top eight. He was like, all right, I, I've been practicing. I've been going in hardcore yeah. with this. And now here he is again, fourth place at ECT. So he's he's looking really good right now. So both him and Punk, I feel like, have starting to go back to where they were before. We talked about uh, Toy. We both think is one of the one of the best players who doesn't get mentioned enough. So it's cool to see him get seventh. Yeah. I feel the same way about Terrence as we've discussed yeah. too. Super strong uh-huh. Chun Li player who got fifth place. Uh, awesome to see Dominion Ed doing work and then Nexus Case Samurai rounding out top eight. Yeah. Uh, old man Henry Sen got ninth place with Blanca and Dalson. Okay, okay. S- same placing as nephew, who's probably less than half of his age. <laughs> real real chance of that. The young kids, man. The young kids are coming in there, dude. Uh, anyway, it was a good tournament. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, Sonic Fox won it. I mean, is that a surprise? Or? Well, he hasn't done it lately because he's been experimenting with right, teams. But, but there's he no, did. I don't see any uh, Beerus or... It's not Beerus. He, he is playing Hit. He did play Hit. Oh, interesting. So it's, okay, it was okay. Hit Bardock 16. 
I would say from what I watched that it was basically Bardock 16 for a lot of the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Hit, Hit did have some big moments as well, so it okay, wasn't exclusively okay. that. But I feel like him and Hook Gang God are, are like literally yeah. the best. But I mean, look at that US, top eight. So. Hook Gang God, the Kill Sage, Nakiel. I mean, it's pretty much who you expect to be there. Yeah. Except Jerry. Jerry. Does anybody know anything about Jerry? Yeah, he's a really good me- melee player. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. It's like, no, he's not a rando. He just hasn't been playing, uh, okay. you know, well, Dragon Ball's not that old anyway, right? And Yo Jose got uh, into seventh place as well. So good stuff there. Yeah. I don't see Super Noon anywhere, so I guess he didn't I don't think he this. went there. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah it was good to watch. Uh, Tekken 7 was won by Fighting GM, okay. which is pretty cool. Um, I didn't watch it. Okay. Uh, Soul Calibur 6. I, I watched every Soul Calibur that I could. So, uh, so the people every in the chat were saying that it was Linkors who won the guitar. Oh, yeah. Which is okay, very okay. fortunate because apparently Linkors plays the guitar. No way. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's lucky. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it's like one of my, someone, one of my ex-coworkers from my last company, from my last job, he was just like one of those people that just like seemed to have like good luck and stuff okay. like that. He's like the biggest LA Kings fan. Okay. And he also plays a lot of poker. And one time he was just at a place and they were all playing poker and like some completely rare thing happened or it was like a drawing or something like that. And they're like, hey, you won box seats to the LA Kings game. Dang. And he was the one who won it. Dang. Like he just happened to be the one who won it. He had a, he had a, um, he had a full house beaten by a four of a kind, but there was also a, a, a like a running tally thing that was, because uh, it's so rare that yeah, that ever happens, like it, yeah. that if that happens, then they both win money because there's like a rolling, like this guy just every single wow, time. Okay. There was one time he was playing a game and he was like, oh, I'm supposed to meet up with my friend here. Let me just put the last bit of my chips in here. And then he won that. And so he was able to pay hey. There's some people, man. So, you know, this is some right. people. Uh, is it actually true that Sonic Fox, to Kill Sage, and Nakiel are living together now? I didn't really I hadn't heard about that. Uh, Nakiel, as far as I knew, was still living up in the Northwest, but maybe not. Oh, dang. I haven't okay. heard about it either way. Okay. Um, and if that's true, then that's probably a good house nice. to live in for Dragon Ball. Well, I mean, moved to New York. Okay. In any okay. case, sorry, cool. I totally derailed everything. How did the Soul Calibur Six tournament look for Week One tournament right now? I mean, I don't know enough about the game to tell you if the the play was good or not, dude, okay, to be honest. Okay, okay. But it was it was good for me. I mean it was it was compelling to watch. The results were interesting. There was a lot of variety. So top eight was uh Linkor's Siegfried, then Sonic Fox with Aswell. Mm-hmm. Katie Z played Maxi, Nightmare, Ooh, Sung Mina, nice. okay. and Astaroth. Dang. Which um, is like basically how he's always done right. stuff. Uh Okaden's Wrath got fourth with Grow or Griff. As I have been told, it's supposed to be pronounced. They uh, say grow. The game actually says The grow. game also says, uh, how do they pronounce Sofitia? Like, Sofitia, I think is how they pronounce it. Like, I just heard that and I was like, what? Like, I don't know if that's I always real. thought it was Sofitia when I was young. Yeah, I thought it was either Sofitia or Sofitia. Like, I, it was one of those two, but so Sofitia was, like, weird. Whatever. I don't know. And then Boom with Yoshimitsu and then Sane with Ivy and then Sandman, Siegfried, and Thermidor Nightmare. So there's there was really good variety. Just outside of Top 8 was Party Wolf, Killick. John Nitty was was Zasalamel, and then Jaxel with Talum. So it was just like a ton of different characters, cool. and super okay. fun to watch. Okay. Very educational for me. Um, you know, the dudes who they have doing commentaries, Bibulus, and I forget who else. People who know the game really well. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, this yeah. Bibulus and uh, I saw um, it, and I was I can't remember. Katana Prime. Yeah, that's so what it was. He yeah, didn't know yeah, crap yeah. about it, but he's right. a good commentator. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Bibulus is giving all this info, so it was really good. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really good to watch. Uh, Six forty-five. I'm def- not dyslexic, but I'm left-right dyslexic. I'll say that much. So you've never heard of Sofia? That's all my friends. Everybody I knew personally growing up, even in college, 
pronounced it that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. I thought it was either Sofitia or Sofitia. It was one of those two, but they kept saying Sofitia was Sofitia, and I was like, oh, sounded weird. It was like when I was watching that Final Fantasy IX recap video, and they were calling her like Eco, and uh, they were calling him like Eco. Yeah, is that it was E I K O. And he kept calling her Eco, and it was like really bothering What's me. What's it supposed to be? It's supposed to be Echo, I, like Echo, like J- Japanese, right? So, but then he was also calling Zidane like Zidan, Zidani, or Zidan, uh, something weird. It was like driving me nuts. Zidane, so. that makes sense. There's no, the... it's supposed to be Zidane. He was saying like Zidane or or Z. Oh. It was saying something really, really weird. Yeah, it looks like Eiko, but it's it's, it's Eiko because E-I in Japanese is A, right? So it's Eiko, basically. Eiko. Right. Eiko. Anyway, it was a good tournament to watch. I really Sorry. enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> it. Again, a lot of variety in there, so it was, mm-hmm. a, it was a, good, a good one. That was the first official big tournament since the game came out. Right. And then uh, Injustice 2, obviously, this was a big one because this was the yes. last chance qualifier to get into... The Injustice Finals. Right? Correct. The uh, Injustice Pro Series Finals are going to be next month. And it was all locked up with the exception of this one last chance qualifiers spot. Mm-hmm. Um, so results were unexpected. Um, okay. So many of the players showing up were people who we thought were going to win. Basically, a lot of the people were saying Deoxys would probably win. Mm-hmm, Maybe mm-hmm. White Boy would win. A few people had a couple of other choices. The guy who won it is DSV Basics. Uh, Basics is a player who is not, like, unknown. He's been coming out... I mean, he's gone to a couple events in person. Uh uh He has been playing online and has been legit online. Mm -hmm. But this is, you know, by far the best he's done. I think he went to Combo Breaker and did really badly or something. But it was his first time offline. So it's like like his progression from not going to any offline tournaments Mm -hmm. to now he's qualified for the IPS Finals. Right. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah, I remember seeing the results on Twitter. I, remember, I saw Basics on there, and I was like, I don't know who this is. Yeah, you know, yeah. so no, he played. He played super well. That's awesome. Uh, the other players there who didn't qualify as a result of not winning this were Nubcakes, White Boy, Deoxys, King Gambler, Burrito Voorhees, Slayer, and Emperor Combat, who are all good players. So didn't did none of them make it into the finals? Then did they just all have not Correct. enough points? They then? do not make it. Oh they Jesus! So. White boy, and, the by, and by the way, oh my god! By the way, okay. Forever King finished ninth outside of this. Yeah, he doesn't so make Forever it. Forever King's either. not in there either. He does not make it in either. Oh, exactly right. Man. In fact, his brother Burrito Voris made it fifth place. Right. So, uh-huh, yeah, no, uh-huh. it was it was a really good tournament. Uh, a lot of a lot of fun Dang. to watch. So, but the Injustice Two Finals is now set up. I saw the bracket set. was just tweeted out. So that's when's that taking place? That will be November 13th, I believe. It's okay. a Tuesday. It's kind of a funky day. It's like right before the Tekken World Finals? Or? I'm not sure when that is. Okay, okay. It's all that. around that same thing. But it will so. be, I believe, November 13th. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that when it gets closer. Yeah, you know, I'll definitely... Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to be there. And that will be Tuesday. So we'll have to talk about it the previous oh, Tuesday. Oh, dang. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Fair enough, fair uh, enough. Oh, so Tekken World Finals is in December. Okay, okay. Cool. December first. Okay, it's right there. So, so we're we're coming right down to it right now. All the big events are coming up. Tekken World Tour, IPS, and uh, CPT are all coming down to the to the finale. Well, we're in late October, yep, you know. So exactly. We're, it's another year, almost done. Mm-hmm. Somehow, it's just you know, fly. It's crazy. Getting old's yeah. a trip. If you're not old yet, it's gonna be weird. Dude, let yeah. me know. I mean, just the believe time me. you can't figure believe out me. where it is anymore. Yeah, like if you're watching this and like you're in high school or something, and you're like. 
Yeah, year goes. Years takes forever. I'm never gonna make it to college, or I'm never gonna graduate high school. It feels so far off. Believe me. Come on, dude. The weird is, it's just the longer you live and the longer you've been around, the the more time is just like it just feels just, like nothing at all. Anyway, so we'll be gone soon. Um, yeah. <sighs> Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle happened. I actually didn't get to watch any of this. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, okay, okay. I just was busy at the time. So oh, Doompa okay. won it with Orie okay. S and My Gord. Flux got second, which is cool. I know he's been putting in a lot of work. He got Mitsuru, with Mitsuru with 13. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see Punk and Sonic Fox there. I know those guys have been putting in work for this game, but I don't know if they've been concentrating on it recently. I'm so. not sure either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, looks like Marlin Pie won Guilty Gear Exit Rev 2. There you go. Nokami got second. Um, Fighting X Larry. Yeah, that's right. I know a lot of people were hyped for that. Uh, SR18 Go won with Jack. Boss actually got second place with Shirase. That's right. Boss was out there. That's why he's not going to go to Canada Cup. Uh, Forever King got fourth place in that game with Shadow Geist. Interesting. Dean okay. Nice got seventh place. Oh, wait. Marlon Pie got first place with Eno? What is he usually? Isn't that his character? No, he always plays Zato. Oh. He's always been known for a Zato player. What the hell? He switched his main? Dang, okay. I mean, Eno's good, and I know Zato, a lot of people don't think he's as strong, but I wouldn't have thought that would Marlon Pie ever changing like that, but man, that's crazy. All right. That's crazy, okay. Uh, Technical Monkey won Super Turbo with Chun over Boss. Mm, Nice, okay. Psychochronic got third. Nice. See him uh, this coming weekend in Canada. Um, Dang, Kyle, aka Comeback, got fourth place. Boss won Alpha 2. That seems, so, that seems yeah, right, I know, right? but I mean, he's an Alpha 3 player, but that's weird. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Chris G won third strike. Oh, I watched the end of that one. He he just plays whatever. In Grand Finals, he played Remy and Sean, and he yeah. closed that with Sean. You know, yeah. you know how yeah, he does I, it, I right? Know, I, yeah. um, so he's doing pretty well. I believe that was on the... Uh, oh, man, what do they call the circuit for third oh, strike? Oh, Too Old, Too Furious. Uh, I don't think that's what the oh, circuit's Oh, 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 not the circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a jazzy circuit. Jazzy circuit. Jazzy circuit. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Very then, cool. Chris G also won Marvel Infinite. Okay. EX plus 2, EX2 plus, won by 18 Go. The same guy who won. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, uh, Fighting X Layer. Yeah, so I guess that makes course, sense. Uh, boss Obviously, Boss won CBS2. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but I did, I did watch a little bit of that. Um, you know, it wasn't as much of a blow up as it has as it has been in the past. Oh, for CBS too? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay, typically, okay. Boss shows up and basically sweeps everybody. Right, it's super right, easy. Right. Uh, and he obviously did win. But yeah, I felt like Nerd Josh and Psychochronic yeah. put up a, a okay. better battle than I've seen in the okay. past. So that, that was okay. pretty cool. Uh, and then Jay won the skate. Won Darkstalkers. And the Sasquatch. Shock. Boo. Anyway, that was easy, too. <laughs> okay, cool. Nice. And I'm also really sad that this weekend was also Master Cup because I didn't get a chance to see any of Master Cup. And I know a lot of the U.S. guys were there. Like, wasn't yeah. like Sejam and Rip and uh, Bestaban and and, mm-hmm. and Mark Man all on the mm-hmm. and Tasty Steve were all on the team Steve, or something like that. With, um, uh, Rick, yeah, Rick still was there. Yeah. A lot of dudes went. Rick and also Rick the Hotto won mm-hmm, or went there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a. Uh, well attended event. I mean, it just it was in general. There were just a ton of players there. Yeah, so I didn't get to see a lot of it. So I don't even know. What, oh, Markman was on the Harada team. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, Did the I didn't. Monitor die for two seconds during the finals. I have heard about this. I wasn't Ooh. watching on account of watching ECT, but um, yeah. So wow, one thousand one hundred and twenty players in total. Two hundred twenty-four teams. That is Remarkable. incredible. Remarkable. Yeah. Awesome. Um, winner of it was. Team Yamasa, which was Nobi, Take, Yu, Bats, and Nishi. 
Okay. And second place was uh, First on All Stars with Mole Gold, Amoeba, First on Low High, Cherry Berry Mango, and First on Rank Chew, the Panda Player. Okay. Uh, yeah, so like I said, I didn't, I didn't watch it, but I heard that the monitor shut out for one of the teams, and I don't remember which ones. Please let me know. Uh, they said it was first on. It was for, for low high. On. It was okay. for low high. For low it high. happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard that it shut off, but that they didn't want to. The players didn't say anything mm-hmm. at the time. Um, you know, nobody like was like, "Hey, hold on, right. hold, stop!" Yeah. Like, uh-huh. uh, so that's that's a bummer. I mean, it it kind of brings up how you should, like, what's the correct way to handle that, right? Ideally. I feel that you have somebody who's observing there, somebody who's watching the event, some like a right, yeah, the ref effectively who notices and says, "Hold on, we got to stop." Yeah, Ace King Offsuit, absolutely. Link the clip in the chat. Feel free. Clips on account. Um, that's what I would hope would happen, but I guess did not occur. Uh, and then if that doesn't final occur, match, final then as round. as the player, don't you think that you have to say? Hold on, like yeah, stop. Uh-huh. Maybe, it, maybe in the moment, maybe you don't think about it. It's such a big, tense situation. Uh, there's the clip people yeah. just, Austin just put it in the chat. It's it's such a tense situation that I, I guess I understand not thinking in the sort of meta tournament sense of wow, this is a really bad moment for this whole tournament rather than just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. unfortunate for yourself. So you know, it's it's a bummer. Uh, that sucks. Uh, does anybody know how well the U.S. team did? I mean, I don't think that they're going to be in top eight here, right? Yeah, so. But there was a singles tournament afterwards as well, I remember. Won by a chikorin with geese. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, because I remember... wild card, huh? Yeah, because I remember last year I watched a ton of Master Cup, and it was super hype. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm really sad I didn't actually get to... Huh? To to watch. Archives will be there. Yeah, so... Can you you click on it so we can just check it out? I'd just like to see what the clip looks like. Sure. You guys are going to hear it in chat. Hopefully it's not too loud. Alright, here we go. Here's the clip. Oh, his hands are up. No, no, no. no. Ready? Watch. Look on the bottom right. Bottom right. Oh, it's for his... Wait. Oh! Yeah, oh, yeah. See, that's wow, it was around. literally oh, just a second. Oh, my God. His hand was off the stick. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. was final I mean, round. It, it was final round. It was right? final yeah, round. Final Look, round, ready? and it went black. Yeah. Look. Oh, that sucks, Ugh. Ugh. Okay. That's tough. <sighs> that's tough. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't stream that on the stream, but we were just listening to it. So, But, yeah, you can actually see the monitor turn off. On low high, that's <clears throat> unfortunate. Okay, it's just so. for a second, but man, again, what well, a Well, someone what a said situation. it happened twice. Silenscope oh, says really? it happened twice, so there might have been another time that it happened as well. So That is a and, and that just throws off your momentum. Oh, right? yeah. Even if the guy didn't attack him or anything during that time, it's just like it happens, and you're like, what the You're heck? mentally out of it for yeah, at least yeah, a second, uh, and then you have to spend the time to get back into it. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. instant. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Oy. Oh, there was more. Oh, I didn't watch it far enough. I guess I could have watched it more, so... Looked like it was that clip was about to run out, so maybe I could have went with the other clips or something like that. Okay. So something happened to at CT. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard that happened to um, that happened to Alex Kerr. It happened to Kataru in one match, but he just was like, oh, "That's fine." You know, the monitor kind of fritzed on him at one point. And there is a rule at the CTWC that you can challenge that and just be uh-huh. like, "Let's do that again." And Alex was just like, it's fine. So he, he, he made the conscious decision not to challenge again. So there was that option available to him. So, Well, uh, all right, that super sucks that that occurred. Again, you, just, you hope that there's a ref watching. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. 
if that doesn't occur, then I think you know the best thing to do is as the player you have to you have to take your hands off yeah, and say, yeah, look, yeah, this yeah, occurred. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. um, but like I was saying before, I understand from the player's perspective why that's not like your immediate reaction. Yeah, You're yeah, so yeah, invested yeah. in the game that to then think about outside of it. Talking to somebody else, like yeah, like the, the yeah, yeah. Uh, extra things you have to do at that moment are just not in your brain. Right, mode. especially if the black monitor goes black and it comes back, you're like, oh, and then you can keep yeah. playing. Like, there's just not. It's yeah. so hard. And you think like, oh, this is salvageable. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's an unfortunate situation. So uh, that definitely sucks. Yeah. But um, I'm sure. I mean, dude, over a thousand entrants. From in what there, I heard, like, other than that, just reading folks' impressions on Twitter, it sounded like it was a blast. A lot of folks had a good time. Yeah. That is awesome. Again, so many people. Was it one thousand one hundred and twenty? I think. Yeah. Yes, indeed. That is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. 1,100. Doing, doing teams, well. 200 teams. 224. Yeah. Shout-outs to Tekken, of course. You know, always, uh, like I said, the, the last past few years, the Master Cup has been an amazing event, year after year after yep. year. Well, so, Tekken 7 yeah. is doing good work. Uh, all right. I guess that's it for that. Okay. Uh, Those are the big tournaments in the FGC over the weekend, but uh, weren't the only events that people from the FGC attended. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, let me see here. Do, uh, do I have it? Actually, let's just talk about the Tekken. Let's, let's just talk about the Tetris. That's what stuff. I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, let's just let's talk bring about the up Tetris. Tetris. So you went to what was the actual whole thing called? It's called the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. But honestly, the biggest thing there is the Tetris Classic Tetris World Championships. Okay. So the Portland Retro Gaming Expo has been there for years. It's like half vendor space, half like just go there and play old arcade games and I was just like playing all these old school games. I was sad because Crazy Climber wasn't back this year because I played that the previous year but I was playing a whole bunch of other stuff uh, this year. Crazy Climber is just the weirdest game, dude. It's... it's. it's both K's or something no, weird? No, no, no. It's, it's with C but like it's just like the game I didn't make any sense to me but last year when I played it it all of a sudden made sense and this year for me that game was Scramble. I played a game called Scramble that was... Like, for all the past years, vexed me. I never could get even far in that game at all, but somehow it just clicked, and, like, everything made sense, and I was able to loop it, like, three times and stuff like that. But in any case, I was there mostly for the Classic Tetris World Championships. I will also add, before I jump away from that, is that this was the first time I actually got to play the arcade F-Zero AX machine with the moving seat. Okay. I've never even seen the one without the moving seat, okay? But, like, I used to play the GameCube F-Zero GX just hours like yeah. I oh, it is literally one of my top 10 favorite video games of all time all right I just was obsessed with that game I played it all the time and so I saw the arcade machine there so I sat down and I definitely played it and like all the strategies I was doing at home were working and stuff nice. and I was just like oh it just it was so cool I feel, so I feel like there was some arcade that I used to go to that had uh, F-Zero. Oh, I mean, it might have been AI. Crackpron is saying that they had it at AI. I just, I've barely ever gone to AI. Like, I've only gone to AI like okay. two or three times, yeah. you know. I guess that so, must have been it then. Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, I never was there. But F-Zero GX, probably one of my, one of the greatest racing games I think ever created, to be honest with you. It's just okay. beautiful, the music, all that stuff like that. But in any case, um, I was there for the classic Tetris World Championships, and it's crazy because this year, I don't know what happened last year, but like all of a sudden this year it was just like it exploded this year like mm. it was just the storylines were crazy so like uh the top 4 were Jonas who is seven time in 8 years champion he's only lost one year and he got second place that year right Corian who was one of the best Japanese players uh and uh he beat uh Jonas in an exhibition in Hong Kong earlier in the year okay. 
But then the other two in the top four were a player by the name of Green Tea, okay. uh, who was a Japanese player. He's a grandmaster in Tetris, in Tetris the Grandmaster, okay. those games. But he didn't play in the NES one, but he saw oh. all this stuff and was like, I want to learn it. And so he learned it, and now he's in top four. Is there is there much crossover? Or is it just the thing about it. In terms of skills, I mean. So skill set. What's interesting is that the, the rotation strategies, the placement, the way that, you, like, there's this whole concept in NES Tetris. Uh, technically called maintaining Daz, which is just like a whole skill set that you just gotta learn okay. that's unique to that game. Okay, yeah. And like you don't get all the crazy things where you can rotate pieces and weird stuff. So they're very different. Okay. The thing that translates over is just the logic of where you put sure. the pieces and how you deal with the random. There's no hold. There's like only one preview where all the new ones you have right. to hold and you have the three previews and stuff like that. So it's a very different style game, but the general strategy is enough to apply over but sure enough, in one year, he's this good already, right? But the craziest part is the other person in the top four, which was Joseph Saley, mm -hmm. uh, who was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. He is 16 years old. He saw the Tetris videos on YouTube a year ago. From the last? Yeah, the last uh -huh, and said, I want to do that. Wow. And he wasn't playing Tetris like at a high level before that. I don't know what his Tetris history yeah, is, yeah. but he didn't know I I mean obviously he wasn't playing Nest Tetris. Sure. If he was playing any Tetris, he was playing one of the other crazy Tetris DS or whatever like that. But he ended up in in he ended up winning the entire tournament over Jonas. Right. You know, the the, the basically the G O A T, the GOAT, right? Yeah. So he's uh he's basically the armada of the scene, right? And it's really interesting because it's not even just about like old school versus new school, whatever like this. So there's two ways to play Nest Tetris. So I just talked about this whole technique. Yeah, it was absolutely his first tournament. It was absolutely his first tournament. And there's this whole thing called, you know, I told you about maintaining Daz, right? Yeah. So there's whole technique. So if you don't know what that is, is like on a keyboard, when you hit a button, it goes K, 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 you know. Right, uh, okay. Uh, that's what it does in Tetris as well. If you hit right, it goes boop, boop, okay. right? But if you get to the wall and keep holding right, the next piece comes in and immediately it moves over. It's already on the repeating cycle. Okay. So it's okay. important to learn this technique called maintaining Daz because that way, it, even that boop, 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 boop means you can't get it to the side if, there's, if it's a certain height. Sure, sure, sure. So the only way you can get it over there is you maintain okay. Daz, but you can, there's weird techniques that you can even do it if you like hold and let go, let the piece drop. As soon as it drops, boom, you have about eight frames that hit a direction okay. exactly in that time okay. and you maintain Daz. And if you lose it, you have to rebuild it and all this stuff like that. So it's not even just about piece placement. It's every piece you drop, there's like an eight frame link that you have to do, right? See? The thing about it is there's a second technique called hyper tapping. And hyper tapping is just as fast as you damn can, right? But this is the, the problem with it is we're on nest pads. Yeah. There's no switches. There's no. It's not like a joystick switch or whatever yeah. like that. And most players are right-handed, and the pad is on the uh, left hand, uh. and it's very hard to hyper tap with your left hand. Okay. Right. But uh, Corian uh, is a hyper tapper. Okay. In fact, he even brings with them this little Hudson Soft game here that all it does is just for like one minute you type, you just like, or, or like for like 30 seconds you just type. It's track and field, like the game. Wow. And he just carries that with them. And like his record is stupid. Like his record is like 134 and like, and everyone else is getting like 80 and stuff okay. like that. But um, what's interesting is that Joseph came in here and he learned pure hyper tapping. So now there's this whole thought of like, 
Because hypertapping, it doesn't even help you unless you can literally hypertap faster than Daz goes. And the way they do that is if they have oh, the nest pads like see, this. I see the benefit. Okay. Right. So if they actually do it, right, he actually hypertaps like this with his thumb over here. So he rotates with his fingers. Then when he needs a hypertap to the right, he uses this hand sure. or to the left. And that's a Corian. That's how they both do it. In the uh, do, do they do they play with the pad like on their lap? Yeah, they yeah, play with oh, the, that like, on their yeah, lap. Yeah. And like some of the commentators are even saying like they were sitting maybe like. Like, if I was sitting at the edge of this table and you're sitting over there at the edge of that table, they could just hear it, uh-huh. like, as loud as they could. And he is just so good at that so hyper-tapping. if you're hyper-tapping, you are moving the piece faster than the game automatically would move the piece. Exactly. Okay. And if you watch that clip okay. that got retweeted everywhere, all over the place, right, you'll see this one point in time where he just stacks all this stuff on the left. And, like, if you did a pure daz, like, you just can't do that. Interesting. It wouldn't actually get over there. Huh. It was crazy. And so he just basically was like youth, the master of the hyper-tapping youth. You know what I mean? And he was able to to take that. Dang. It's crazy. I mean, he is the first player to ever get to level 32 because 29 is the kill screen. So the, the reason why Nest Tetris is so fantastic is that it speeds up, speeds up until it gets to level, um, I think, like, uh, 19, and then it just basically... So once it gets to about 16, 17, 18 are the same speed. As soon as it gets to 19, it speeds up. But 19 to 28 is all the same speed, right? And then all of a sudden, from 28 to 29, it just gets so fast that nobody can survive. That it's They call that the kill screen. And it just so happens that you have the ability to get 999,999 points to max out, mm-hmm. to get before you get there. Right. And a lot of people have done that. Well... This kid is the only person who's managed to live past... Like, people have gotten to 30 and 31, but he got to 32. Not only that, but he also played on stream one-handed, and he's the first player to max out one-handed because he just played like this and just was able to do it with one hand. Okay. And it is... Do Do you need to press up and down at all? Only... No, actually, after... So... You can hit down early on to get like maybe 700 extra points, like just for dropping pieces and stuff. But most people just stopped okay. hitting down because it's just too. Okay, fast then I, then I guess I can see time. playing. So he's got like two fingers that are on A and B. Yeah, something like this, and then he just. Do you even need both A and B? Yeah, okay. rotating both ways is definitely very useful. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. But what's really crazy about this is that even without him winning. Just the level of competition that Tetris got to is ridiculous. So Corian, the Japanese player, he's 41 years old, right? And um, he, in the qualifying phase, everyone just plays. You rent a machine for a certain amount of time. You sign up for it, and you play for an hour. And you just try to get the highest score possible. And then the top 32 made it in last mm-hmm. year, right? The 32nd score was like 499,000 or something like that, right? And the highest score was 999,999, which Corian did last year, and he was the only one to do it. This year, seven players maxed out, and four of them did it twice. Dang, so Corian, right. Harry Hong, uh, Green Tea, and uh, Jonas, they all maxed out twice. Yeah. So they had to go to their third highest scores to determine their seating. Uh, they opened wow. the field to 40 players to get in, and the 40th player was like 500 and something score, and 32nd was already like 599. It was 100,000 higher wow. than it was last year. So Everybody's stepping up. Everybody stepped up already. So like somehow just everybody just got like... Did it seem like there were more players there? There was definitely some yeah. more players there, because they also held some... Uh, uh, they held uh, satellites. 
and when they won the okay. satellites, it would fly them out. Oh, okay. So one player named Josh Tullis like got top four in 2014, and he just never was able to come back because he couldn't afford it. But he was back this year, so he was able to wow, play yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, so that's really cool. There was just a lot of crazy storylines coming into this thing. Like it's interesting because Green Tea, who learned, he's learned Daz, right? And so he had to play Jonas, and then Corian had to play against Joseph. So we had the the hyper tappers versus the okay. Daz players. But it was also you know thirty five versus. 20, and I accidentally called Green T 37 because I looked at the wrong papers. I was like, oh, he's 37 years old. And then I flipped it. I was like, oh, no, actually, he's 20. Oh, my God, all right. But Joseph is 16, and he was going yeah. up against the 41-year-old Corian. Yeah. So it was like it was like they fought each other. Oh, dude, yeah. This was like the weird thing. It was like the drama yeah, just cool. all like played out and stuff it like was, that. It was, really, so. it was really fun to watch, and then especially the way that uh, Joseph had to close out where Jonas... Like has died, yeah, and then yeah, Joseph uh, still had to get a few more Tetrises before he actually won. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty sick. It was yeah. like just really good clutch. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's amazing clutch for a 16-year-old yeah. kid who's just sitting there playing well, for on anybody, but yeah, especially yeah. But you know, one of the cool things is one of the guys who runs it, Trey. So I, I explained this last year, but what he actually does is he captures the inputs of all the nests of all the nests. So when you watch it on stream, it's in HD. But he's not doing it through any sort of converter or something like that. He actually wrote his own program to read the screen and just redraw it in HD. So all the things that he has, it is all in HD. (laughs) And it also detects when a Tetris is scored or when a line is cleared and it plays the sound effect. That's not even, wow, So the sound effect was there. And because he does that, because he's drawing the shapes, he's able to determine what the shapes are. So he created stats on all that stuff. So all the stats you saw at the end of the game are him calculating that and generating it and printing it on the end screen. So like all the like the scoring and everything like that and the stats of like who was in the wow. lead, all that. Look, he, that man is a genius. That's, that's that wild. man is a genius. As, as a viewer, it was really helpful Especially to be able to see when there was like a drought of the long piece, yeah, you know? uh-huh. and sometimes it'd be like twenty-five, thirty times without a long. It was crazy. Yeah, and and like as, if you didn't have that counter, you would know. All right, it's been a while, but like <laughs> being able to count it is is like a big boost to, to viewer experience. Yeah, so that thing that's coming up red, that yeah. he he wrote that. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. In there. And also the Tetris percentages. So to max out, you right. have to be at about sixty percent line clearing through pure Tetrises. And that helps, because last year when we were doing commentary, it was like, oh, they're neck and neck. Oh, he's in here. He's about this far behind. But all of a sudden, like this year, we were able to be like, oh, look, he's at a, this percentage rate. We were able to talk about so many Is that, is that why you could be so precise with how many Tetrises Joseph needed at the end to beat well, Jonas? That was also just, in general, We everybody knows how much Tetrises okay. uh, uh, score you at around that okay. level. So we just knew. Okay. By the time it gets there, it's about 30,000 for a Tetris. So okay. you just kind of calculate it from there. But... Dude, it was just, it was crazy. And it was, it was, cool, it was really exciting. And everybody was just like so hype afterwards. Like yeah. everybody was just like in this euphoric mood. And, and honestly, the fact that Jonas lost actually was, even Jonas said this, he feels like it was great because then it showed like, you know, you don't have to be a guy that played this for 20 years. Makes you sense. can just come in here and play and everything like that. Obviously, the hardest thing is that the game doesn't exist anymore right <laughs> right and it's like impossible to find and i'm on a personal mission now so i got to meet tetsuya mizuguchi there so he's the guy who created tetris effect the, okay. the one with the trippy music oh, that yeah, you heard okay. at, oh, right, at sony right. right but he also created luminous he created Medios, right, right. he created res child of eden 
uh, every extra extend. He's like created all these great music games before. Yeah. He was there to promote the game, and he just fell in love with the tournament. So I kept saying to everybody, like, we need to convince him to make a DLC patch for Tetris Effect for Nest Mode, and just recreate all of the all of the frame data and really all cool. of the stuff for Ness. because he has the pull. He's like going to be the only guy sure. that has the pull to do that. Like, we should totally. Totally like kickstart it or something I mean, like that, that awesome. dude. I think that'd be super awesome. Super cool, dude. Yeah, but uh, I got to meet him and everything, and I just was kept telling him how much of a big fan of his I was. He just he was like blown away. I don't think he expected people to be like, "Oh my God, you're Tetsuya Mizuguchi!" Oh my God, because he just looked like he was beside himself. Yeah, like yeah, how, yeah, how crazy it was. Yeah. So yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, I mean, the League of Legends player Medios probably named himself after that game. To be honest with you, is that so, a guy? I don't even know. I, I don't even know. I'm just assuming. Yeah. So, Medios is a super fun game. Well, it so. was. It was. Uh, there was a lot of people watching. It was like 20,000 20, plus. So for grand at finals. the end, it almost got to thirty thousand. Okay, yeah. We saw a picture of twenty eight thousand. I think someone said last year, like it topped out at like five thousand. That I was. I was gonna say because I remember watching it last year too because you were there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so I just checked it out, and yeah, I recall it being an order of magnitude less yeah. for sure. And it's weird because after it ended. Like that video clip of of Joseph beating Jonas just was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could like literally after the tournament was done, Slasher was DMing me. Yeah. He was like, "What is the kids' Twitter? I've got to create a moment. You got to tell them to get on social media." Like he, Slasher was like talking That's to good. me about good stuff like that. Good job, Rob. I think uh, you know uh, Artosis or mm-hmm. is it Tasteless? Which one's Dan? Dan is Artosis. Artosis like even messaged like talking about you know. Saying that you know he saw me play and he oh, oh, he nice. saw me commentary and everything like that, dude. That clip went crazy. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. believe how crazy it went. So, yeah, a lot of people yeah. were talking about it for sure. Very cool. Yeah, Sleepgate. I don't know uh, what Sleepgate is. <laughs> has, and Jonas lives right here in Southern California. Right? Oh, okay. He, he owns a bar, and so he was just <laughs> he was just like he found out I was in Santa Monica. He's like, okay, we just need to just like chill. Yeah, and stuff that's like great, that. dude. So, that's yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so. But uh, yeah. Oh, oh you can confirm. Was the, uh, the Alex Kerr TV thing, yeah. Dude, I made so many stupid mistakes while I was commentating <laughs> that. Dude. So I, I accidentally called um, Green Tea 37. Right. Was not. And then there was the European champion Svavar. And I was like, he's from Sweden. He was from Iceland. Okay, all right. And then well. after, you know, the whole tournament was over, uh, Joseph's sister ran up to okay. hug him. But, you know, he was 16 years old, so I was like, he had to have a parental guardian to take him here. I mean, it's reasonable. And Asian people, you know, you know, I just you know, saw an I Asian lady it, running up, yeah. and I was like, oh, and his mom is coming to graduate. Then I caught a look at her face, and I was like, oh, she's really young. And I was like, oh, uh, it was the, the, I, or his sister is Asian, I can't tell. Yeah. So, yeah, that was... <sighs> Dang. Yeah, but the funniest thing is, after the tournament was done, I specifically went up to her, and I was like... Just so you know, I accidentally said, like, the yeah, mom, yeah. mom, I apologize, I corrected, I said sister afterward, and she was like, oh, no, that's fine, at least you didn't say that I was his girlfriend, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, actually, that's that's a good call but right is, there. Is, is she substantially older? Is like, was she, like, I have no idea. guardian and death tournament freaking or something? Asian, I can't tell, dude. Oh, I was wondering if you asked, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't ask, I didn't ask, so, shout out to Casey Fuse Coast. Woo! Three, that's a big old woo. Yeah. Exactly. So, but I mean, twenty eight thousand, twenty nine thousand viewers for that. I mean, that was pretty ridiculous. It was really, really, 
It was, it was great. really cool. It was fun to I watch. Had, I'm, I'm not lying. I thought I think it yeah, was really cool. I had a lot of fun, and so you know, for me, you know, obviously this is just a, a thing of passion for me, yeah, right? Yeah. So you know, but it's interesting. We're all talk like they're all talking about ways to grow it and stuff like that. Chris Seglia even texted, tweeted me after. He's like, "Oh, I forgot about that. I wanted to go this year." So he was oh. like, "Remind me next year." And I told them about it too because I was like, "Dude, like." This is a guy that you need to talk to. Yeah, you know, that in makes terms sense. Of production and stuff like that. Because I was talking to them. We're talking into microphones. It's like old season I, I noticed, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh -huh. right. We didn't have headsets. Yeah, yeah. So whenever Adam Cornelius, one of the guys who's running it, needed to give us information, he was literally like walking I up to it. us, <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, we should probably get one of those headsets and do all these things." And they're like, "Oh, shout out!" Woo! Uh, and I'm not getting falsetto <laughs> for one. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, thanks though. But um, yeah, so like I was saying, we should get the headsets. He's like, we may have to try to like step up for that the next year and stuff like that. And next year is going to be the tenth tournament. So, wow! All right. But here's the weird thing. Let me ask you this logic. So Trey, one of the guys, you know, the guy who did all the video stuff and like that, and he's one of the main guys who runs it. He was like, it's interesting because it's the tenth tournament, but it's technically not the tenth anniversary. Because it's really the ninth anniversary from the first tournament. Because the yeah, second year yeah, is the I first guess. anniversary, right? So you can't say on the tenth year, ten years ago we started this, because technically it was nine years ago they started that. So like, what do you call like? I don't know. When did the century start? Two thousand. Two thousand one. Yeah, that's a good question, actually. So. You know, that's just one of those counting things. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, yeah, I. Two thousand one is when it started. Yeah, dude, everybody was laughing when I was Answer. like, his mother, oh, I mean, his sister, I can't tell. Yeah, everybody was giving me a hard time for that, but. Yeah, man, it was fun to watch. You did a good yeah. job, it was cool. It was funny, too, because, like, we were all saying, like, and the Tetris chat is usually pretty nice, and the scene is really, we're all, like, everybody, like, the story of uh, Yanni, he's, like, a player from Europe as well. He was the previous greatest player from Europe. Okay. And he missed his flight to get out here. And he just couldn't make it because the air, airline wasn't going to do whatever. Yeah. And he had a fan who was just like, I really want you to go. And he ponied up a $2,000 ticket for him to, to wow. fly out to the U.S. Dang. And so later on, someone was actually taking up donation funds to help pay that yeah. guy back, you know, and stuff like that. But Ugh. that guy was just like, I want you there. And he just... Gave him a ticket and flew him out there, and Yanni made it there and proceeded to get eight hundred thousand in the qualifiers. Eventually, he lost to Joseph, but so did everybody. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, if you lose to the guy who wins, <laughs> yeah, then. yeah. But I mean, that's the kind of scene it was, and I kept saying it was because we the, the scene skews old, right? right? But now we're letting in these sixteen-year-old uh -oh. rabble rousers. I mean, it's the start. <laughs> of, it's the start of the end, man. It's the start of the <laughs> end. So. But also shout outs, of course, to Chris Tang, who, you know, popularized the boom, you know, Tetris yeah. for Jeff, boom, and all that stuff like that. So him and I uh, always had a great time doing the commentary. And then uh, Arda, uh, a new guy that was there, uh, he was same thing as me, just a big fan of Tetris, found out about it, really wanted to help out. He's done NHL broadcasts and in, in like for in, in, in like he's done WWE stuff and wow. things like that. And yeah, he, he was out there just to do all the like the hosting duties and did some commentary. Oh, well, he's cool. actually going to be at the the tournament in Toronto next week for oh, something cool, else because it's a big esports thing, you know. So oh, okay, sure. He was actually going to be there. Hopefully, I'll be able to like see him and stuff like oh, that. Very and, cool. You know, say hi to him and stuff like that. So very cool. It was really cool. It so. was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I had a really great time and. Honestly, like, I really think that the Tetris community, you know, needs to 
get to a point where they have like an Evo, but for puzzle games. Like a Dr. Mario, put Magical Drop there mm -hmm. so Justin can really go there cool. and prove that he's the best at Magical Drop, says. you know, and stuff like that. So I think it was cool. And honestly, like, once he gets the videos on YouTube, I'm probably going to do some match analysis. Sick, yeah, <laughs> Just for so sure. I can talk about the strategy of placing the pieces oh, that'd be and stuff awesome. like that. I that'd think it would be, be really, very really cool. cool so, very yeah, cool. Yeah. So that, that would be a good event. Fun. That'd be really cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, all right. Well, we got 10 more minutes before uh, Capcom Connect starts. So well, well, well. Anything you want to talk about? I do want to have a chance to plug a little bit. Plug so, away, um, friendo. Obviously, one, I've got the cool Dizzy shirt here, but that's uh, 86. Uh, you guys know about that. Tinyurl.com slash 86jchenzor, which is where uh, that way you can support me and grab some cool stuff at the same time. But I also want to... Um, uh, plug the fact that um, we, I had a sub goal and it was met and one of those goals for that sub was that I promised I was going to do a karaoke stream <clears throat> and so I'm finally going to do that tomorrow I see so I'm going to do a karaoke stream I'm going to do that down here because I don't want to disturb my neighbors and stuff like that but I'm just going to make it so that people just find videos on YouTube and like the karaoke oh, songs yeah? on YouTube because there's certain channels so basically if you donate or if you sub yeah you can make me sing a song okay otherwise I'm just going to be singing whatever the hell I want to sing uh, that, yeah okay right what if you don't know the song or are you just confident that you'll know the song I'm going to yeah, I'm just going to be in the chat and say I don't know this song okay, it's going right, to be right. disaster so they can pick a different song but if they just want me to do it and have it be an unmitigated disaster... Fair enough. I mean, I had people there like, you know what? You need to do the Pokemon theme song. I'm like, I don't know the Pokemon theme song. Like, do the poker rap. I don't know the poker... If they make me do it, I'll make up whatever. I'll just... It'll be Well, disaster. it'll have the words, right? Like right, but I don't channel. know the tune. I don't know the melody at all. I'm just going to be making melodies up. Wouldn't it so. just be like the videos that you do at karaoke where, like, the song is... Music's playing... And the words are running across the screen. Yeah, but the melody isn't played for a lot of those. You don't you mean know, like the voice. Yeah, the you voice don't know melody. the melody, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'd just be making it up as I go. But that's um, if they want me to You're suffer to that way. It. If they want me to suffer that way, I'll do it. No, but otherwise, right. uh, I'm just going to be singing what I feel like singing, and then yeah. I will try my best on any random things. And Good I'll luck tell to you, you. I'll tell you this right now, guys. My music knowledge was not is not super diverse like i don't know a lot of the modern r&b songs like if anyone makes me try to do an ed shireen song or something like that i'm done you know and stuff like that i couldn't do a, i, I couldn't do a rihanna song i couldn't do you know i couldn't do beyonce and stuff yeah. like that so you know uh james <sighs> i believe was not in high school when pokemon came to the u.s uh, There's no way. I was because the guy who said that is actually my high school classmate so because I was in high school when it came to the U.S. Oh, really? In 96. Oh, no, you're right. I was, I was in college. No, yeah, I was, I was in say, college. no was, way you yeah, were Yeah, I was in college already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know 90s alternative. I know a lot of 80s. I can do a lot of 60s and 70s classic rock. Definitely can do a lot of that stuff. So Actually, I guess I was in eighth grade, not high school. Okay, okay. But I'm going to do that tomorrow. It'll probably cool, start dude. around 3 or 4 o'clock. And uh, we'll see how that goes. It could be crazy. I need to figure out some audio things over here before that's all set up. So we'll see what time it starts. And uh, we'll see how long I can go, even though I lost a little of my voice. I can't do Chinese songs, dude. I can't do Chinese songs. 
Bone Chan got engaged, huh? Nice work. To oh, him. really? That's cool. Good job. Good stuff to Bone Chan. Uh, yeah, it was cool to see also that uh, Mustard just got married. He had been oh, uh, really? dating his fiance for quite some time. Nice. Uh, I will do some Japanese songs. There's some Japanese songs I can do phonetically. Like I can do the the song that uh, Choco Blanco always does, the Street Fighter song from the Street Fighter anime. I can do uh, Linda Linda, which I can, which I'll probably do. So that song's great. That song's great. Well, all right. I've only been playing Soul Calibur. Yeah, I want to play. I came on this show last week and I was like, Street Fighter Five is cool. Play Street Fighter Five. I've been playing Street, and then I haven't played it at all since then, because <laughs> I've only been playing the Calibur. <laughs> Oh, God, people are going to make me sing She Bangs. Oh, my God. I actually don't know that song very well, so maybe I can get away with You'll just You'll do it just like know. William Hung. Yeah, I know. If you don't know the song very well. <laughs> That's true. Just like him. <laughs> That's true. My old arcade buddy. That's right. Not buddy, exactly, but he did used to play hey, at if our anyone, arcade. If you can find They Might Be Giants karaoke, I will help, definitely do They Might Be Giants, but I'm, that's so hard to find. So, Oh, the Tetra streams are all coming as well. I'm working on oh, it cool. now. So I, I've procured myself a super gun. Oh, sick. Um, Someone like Alex Kerr's friend literally was like, here, take mine. And Dang. I was like, no! And so I got Alex Kerr to find his email address. Because he wouldn't give it to me, and he, I finally got it, so I paid him some money. So, Good. You know, like Yikes, man. And then also, uh, oh, Jesus, Silent Scope is sick right now. But, uh, That's I'm a also, lot, man. I'm also trying to get... temperature. I'm sad, too, because like I should have bought, bought uh, used Nest when I was over there. I only have the top-loading one, which doesn't have the RGB output. It only has the RF output. And so I, I, need, I need one of those. So I should have just bought it when I was there. I saw one for a good price that was cheap. And it's the, eh, next year. Yeah, we'll see. What As happens. we were just saying so. earlier, next year will be here any, any day now. Yeah. That's exactly. how it goes. So. So. Okay. Anything uh, else? Hope you feel better, Silent Scope. That's a bummer. 100 degrees is a lot. Uh, William Hung didn't play Third Strike. He played CVS too. So how? Oh, so 645 says, oh, yeah, that's right. No stock NES has the RGB output. You can actually mod it to do the RGB output. How do I do the top loader one if I don't have... I don't want to mod my top loader one because those things are kind of valuable, I think. So, but we'll that figure it out. I can't help you we'll with. We'll figure it out. We'll figure, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. There's a new... There's another show coming up after us. It's going to be called Capcom Connect. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for a little while now, so check it out. Uh, also... Definitely check out Best of Five, which comes on before us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Their Twitch is Best of Five Show. Uh, they do a nice job recounting all the things that had occurred over the past week. They have some nice banter about stuff. They put up a bunch of custom characters and let people decide if they were cool or not from Soul Calibur. Okay. and um, None of them were dicks. We didn't actually get a chance to talk about them, but Street Fighter Five did get the patch today that improved the lag. That's true. I've, thought, I've seen some people say that it definitely feels better, although the reports say that it's like maybe one frame. Yeah, come on. I mean, like so, that, so yeah, there was really nice reporting out of WYDD who mm-hmm. had graphs already of it. He did it super quickly, showing that it did improve, especially the lag cycle is mostly gone. Now it's much more reasonable. It's really just a variance of a frame, and it even happens less often than it did before. Yeah. So they really did do a nice job. I just don't think that it is a major change. Yeah, it's not going to change much. So. It's, it's a change that makes you feel better, which is not nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you feel better. You feel like, oh, man, I can't. Like, you're not going to blame it on this anymore. Right. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, is yeah. gone now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, it's like a feel-good thing. I just don't think that it's like super impactful. I don't expect the tiers to change. 
I think the same players are going to be basically the same mm-hmm. level of goodness on the absolute margins. Every once in a while, an EX Dolphin dive is not going to work out. Right, <laughs> right yeah, yeah, yeah. On the absolute uh-huh. margins, every once in a while, somebody's going to get an anti-air that they didn't get before. It's not going to be like a major change. What, what's nice is that it's consistent, at least. Right. So you don't, you don't run the risk of like, oh, seven frame lag, seven frame lag, four frame lag. Right. That's, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. not there anymore. So that, I think, is the bigger change right. than the fact that it's on average but, but one, when one I, better. When I see someone like Henry Sen talking about that, it feels better. I mean, like, that's crazy because I mean, he's like super old school and grumpy. And everything my my like thing that. about Henry is that I think that he just has wild opinions. Okay. Just in, well, absolutely in general. So uh, I will say, you know. That man was saying Ed was top 10 a few weeks ago. Adil is uh, the guy who runs display lag. So he also did some tests as well that showed that it was about like five frames or whatever like that now, right? But he said that he actually managed to play it, and he says it definitely, that he can feel an improvement to it. And that lag of the original Street Fighter V was something that he was really upset about. I know. So he's... I mean, it's certainly a big improvement compared to what the game launched with. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Way better than what it launched with. Average of almost eight or something, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is much better than that. Uh, I would say, you know, those, that three or four frames, that is, that's a significant difference. Right. I think... The average of one frame better now is not. I just I got to be honest, dude. I right. think that if you were to test him in a double blind scenario, there's like no way he finds out <laughs> it's different. But yeah. but like I said, the fact that there's not the the variation between like oh it's seven frames now it's four like that's that I think is a nice yeah. change. That's mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. useful for sure for sure. So I mean I was hoping I I was hoping it would be better. I wasn't expecting it to be super great, but you yeah. know. Anything is better than nothing, and, and the consistency is the important part. Agreed so. with that on both parts. Okay. <laughs> Placebo frames, yeah. That's a, that's a good way to describe it. To <laughs> it's, it's, it's always funny. Uh, so this particularly happens in NRS games. Whenever they put a patch out, everybody's like, oh, did X and Y also change? Because it feels like they're totally different. And then those guys, the people who work on the game, are really responsive on Twitter. Uh-huh. And they'll often just be like... You're making it up. Right. Uh-huh. That's not, it's placebo. Well, I mean, there was that one time at EVO where, like, some top players were complaining about lag. I think it was, yeah. like, on a, on a particular console or something like that. And so uh, the staff was like, all right, we'll change it out. So they changed it. And then they were like, so how does it feel now? And they were like, oh, this is so much better. And they were like, we didn't change anything. Dang. I love it. I love it. Busted. I love it. Busted. So there you go. Placebo frames, man. Placebo frames, I like it. All right, later on, y'all. We'll be in Canada Cup. We'll be in Toronto on Friday evening. And we'll be there until Monday. So come up and say what's up if you're in the area. Peace out, guys. Have a good night. Let me know if any of y'all want to play some caliber. I'm down to get beat up. I lost 100 times to Juan to uh, skip words recently. Oh, okay, okay. It's useful. I'm down to lose a lot.